I'll tell you what, man, it does not get any better than this Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. I know him. The Godfather of Sports Radio. These guys are the greatest tag team since the British Bulldogs. What do you think, Jazz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't play a knuckle here, all right? If you're going to do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, you're George Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is the Tony Bruno Show. And now here's Tony Bruno. Beautiful. You are looking live. Yes, you are. Into the South Philadelphia Wine Cellar. On a beautiful, actually, we got some storm warnings here. Yeah, it's not beautiful right now, Tony. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, dark clouds over the northeastern part of the United States. Thunderstorms. Maybe some hail. Maybe some asteroids coming in. Not before the weekend. I want to at least get through Friday of our first week here on Sirius XM 211. Dan Patrick Channel, Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, Joe and Joe in here. The muffins are made. Harry had one of the muffins, the keto muffins. What did you think? Overhyped or did they live up to the hype? No, they totally lived up to the hype. Thank you. Absolutely. Ms. Robin and I were baking last night. Yeah. Not the kind of baking that you like to enjoy or some others may who well, out there. You know, I so. go in the garage for that. <laughs> you have an oven in the garage? No, yeah, yeah, right. we got an unbelievable show coming up today. We thank everybody for joining us and telling your friends. As you know, the SiriusXM app is now open for free through May 15th. So all you got to do is download the app if you don't already have Sirius Satellite Radio, and you get to listen to this show and everything else on Sirius. Howard Stern with a two-hour interview with, with what's-his-face yesterday? That TB guy, Tom 12, Brady, yeah. The other TB. TB12, not TB67, Tony Bruno, or TB Terry Bradshaw, or the biggest TB, tuberculosis, which we don't really want to associate ourselves now, with. Now, what is 67? TB67. That's my age. Oh, okay. All right. See, TB12, that's not his age. No, his I know. Number. Yeah. <sighs> we got a great show today. And I hate to say that because the show's just starting. And yeah. We don't know what's going to transpire. But we are booking the great guests. Harry Mays booking, Miss Robin booking, I'm booking, and the whole group is booking. Adam Schefter is going to join us in this hour. And Adam and I go way, way back. And he's been saying a lot of controversial things on Twitter. Yeah, he's been kind of a, a Debbie Downer as far as the sports, you know, starting up again at some point. Debbie Downer? I'll tell you, he's dis- he's really, like... I'm getting I get depressed when I read some of his tweets. I don't. I love Adam Schefter. I know, so do I. I think he's taking this whole pandemic a lot more serious. And again, we're supposed to take it seriously. I'm taking it seriously. This is the only place I go. Exactly. This is the only place I go here, but I live here. I only have to right. go down two flights of steps. And even that's a risk right now. <laughs> so anyway, Adam Schefter's gonna join us. We'll get into some of that stuff. I don't want to rip the guy. But we definitely will address the important issues of the day, including the National Football League and the draft coming up in a couple of weeks. Actually, two weeks from today, mm-hmm. the NFL draft virtually will be done. What else do we have? We've got Jim Nance. Now, Jim's been making the uh, the you know he's been making the rounds the last couple of days because he is the voice of the Masters. He's the voice of CBS Sports, college basketball. There was no championship game, but Jim, you know, a great guy. He's one of the great, and a lot of people who make fun of broadcasters, I never got this. Mm -hmm. Maybe because I'm a broadcaster and I've been around a long time. You know, when you hear the Joe Buck, I don't like Joe Buck. He roots against my team. And they do that a lot here in Philly sports radio. Right. Oh, I hate Joe Buck. Well, that's unique, though. Buck gets a lot of hate. I don't understand why. Yeah, and I I know Joe, Joe really, really well. And the funniest thing about the Joe Buck hate is that 
he he gets the same hate in every city. Yeah, it's not just Philly, right? Yeah. But everybody who when he does a game, he the people in the city that get, that are getting the game think that Joe Buck is against their team, which is absolute idiocy. Jim Nance, another one of the Hall of Fame great broadcasters for almost into his fourth decade at CBS, does an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk to him about the Masters and everything else going on. He lives on Pebble Beach, right? Where they don't right. play the Masters, but no. they do play U.S. Opens, and it's and they play obviously the Crosby Clambake. The AT and T, yeah. Well, it used to be the Crosby, right, right, right. Crosby Clambake, exactly. Yeah, that was into. I think that went into the eighties. It's great stuff. Yeah, we had all the great ones: the Bobby Goldsboro, Greater Greensboro Open. Yeah, we used to know what those were. There was a Glenn Campbell, too. You there were talking Glenn, about Glenn Campbell yeah, yesterday. I think it was Glenn Campbell had the Phoenix, the Phoenix o- Open, I think, yeah. Now it's the waste management where right. everybody's wasted and the women are walking around and it's a circus. Right. It wasn't like that when Glenn Campbell no, was hosting There it. was no stadium around the 16th <laughs> uh, hole. So anyway, we got that with Jim Nance coming up. And then later on, one of the greatest coaches in college basketball, certainly in this era, and Certainly is soon to be a Hall of Fame. He's going to be a Hall of Fame coach oh, when yeah. his career is over. He's got two national championships. He also has uh, numbers are pretty good. Wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Do you see his winning percentage overall no, I don't as a know coach? It. I wrote it down here. It's just yeah. staggering how great of a coach Jay Wright is. It's not because I'm a Jay Wright, because I'm not a Villanova guy. No, I actually, I don't root for Villanova. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Temple guy too, like Harry is, but there's no one who can deny oh. the greatness of Jay Wright. 457, 457 wins, 177 losses. Now, what's that percentage? I don't know. I'm bad at math, so All don't right. ask me. All right, I'll figure it out after you give me the numbers. Now, remember, he, this isn't all at Villanova. No. He's been 19 he was at Hofstra. Hofstra before yeah. that. And, you know, he's now he's in the same situation as all great coaches at big-time and small-time programs. Mm-hmm. No organized workouts. You know, recruiting, you have to do it over the phone. Yeah. And so that world, as everything else, has changed for everybody. And so we'll talk to Jay Wright, who has the best small forward in the NBA winner, Sadiq Bey. Yeah, he's going, he's going to the NBA. Yeah. yeah. And he won the Dr. J Award, which made him the best small forward heading into the NBA draft. And Jay, year after year, puts guys into the NBA. Mm-hmm. And now for Sadiq Bey, you know, he, he can't even go work out for anybody. And the draft is coming up on June 25th. Do you think they postponed the NBA draft, Howard? Do they well, go along with Because the NFL is going to do theirs. Yeah, but the NFL season isn't going on right now and being postponed. Like the NBA, they want to eventually get their playoffs at least underway at some point. So do they do the draft before the playoffs? Do they do the draft maybe during the playoffs? You know, at the end of June, maybe we have basketball in Las Vegas. You know, they were saying about them yeah. all going to Vegas, right? And that's the only reason why they would postpone it, as you mentioned, if they do start playing basketball again. Yeah. Because they usually wait till after the season ends, and yeah. then they do the draft after that. But as you mentioned, if they start playing again in June and the draft, you're not going to have the draft. Maybe you do. Maybe you do have the draft during the NBA playoffs. Yeah, like their draft comes right. We'll squeeze you in. It doesn't happen at this level, Harry. <laughs> This is the big time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it is Holy Thirsty Thursday today, by the way. <laughs> Passover, uh, Thirsty Thursday. Can we call it Holy Thirsty Thursday? Would I, will it, a love, maybe a bolt of lightning will come down here if I say something Well, what sacrilegious. is Holy Thursday? I'm not a big, uh, you know, I'm not a Catholic. I'm not really super Holy religious. Thursday is the lead up to, uh, to, to Good, Good Friday. Friday. Now, okay. Good Friday, obviously, is when Jesus was nailed to the cross. Right. And that's when, as a kid growing up in the Catholic Church... You couldn't do anything. You couldn't have the radio I thought, on. I don't understand that. Why would it be Good Friday? Wouldn't that be Bad yeah, isn't Friday? isn't that bad? 
Who do I look like, the Pope? Well, I mean, when is Ash Wednesday? Was that yesterday? No, Ash Wednesday is the start of Lent. That's after oh, that's, Fat Tuesday. Okay, so that's like 40 days ago, almost. Yeah, that's remember, Fat Tuesday is not just a party day where you go out and get drunk and they have parades all over the place right. and bars and people go out another amateur hour drinking. Fat Tuesday means Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday, which means it's the official last day to go out there and let it loose because Lent starts on Wednesday, and that's which when you is Ash stuff Wednesday. Up. Okay, You're so supposed Ash, to. All right. I give it up no matter what season it well, is. Yeah. You know what I mean, Harry? I'm just a giver. <laughs> when, anybody, when anybody asks for it, you're giving it. He's I'm real, never going to give you up. He's though, real nice Harry. that way. I'm never going to give Robin up. never going to let you down. I'll Rick roll you, but that's going to be after the show, unfortunately, because we can't do that during the broadcast today. Right. Well, thank everybody. Well, you even tell me to get in the car. Exactly. You know what today is also? I like to look at you know, what happened on this date. Mm-hmm. Mostly sports. Something happens in every date. But a musical uh, thing today. We will tell you what song on this date, April 9th, 1988, was number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. It's a song that if it was recorded today would get no airtime and would be run off the air because of the violation of the Me Too movement. Oh, it's politically now, incorrect. Oh, now. politically oh. incorrect. Out the wazoo. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you couldn't, you couldn't record this song. Would you like me to song. play it right well, now? Well, I was Just in college him... at this time. Give me a taste, because I love this song, and I love this artist. And he's still going strong at age 70. Billy Ocean. Remember oh, Billy yeah, Ocean? of course. Listen to this song. I love the beginning of this. Get the car starting. Oh, Does this get out of my dreams, get into my car? Exactly wow. right. Back in the day, not baby. even, Not even in the front seat. Get in the back seat, exactly. baby. Oh, you, get into my car. Yeah, you. Get into my car. Now, here's the worst part about this. You didn't even have a four-seater. No, I know. It's where you you open the front door, and then you have to move the front seat up to get into the car, which is even worse. Yeah, that's a Porsche in the video. Exactly. I had a Ford Fiesta in 1988, dude. And I'll tell you what, if you could get the girl into the back seat of your Ford Fiesta. Oh, that's impressive. That was some... Yeah. That was some... Work. <laughs> See, modern day kids, they have no. no idea because, like, if you want to make out in the car yeah. in our day, you had the stick shift to worry well, about. Right, I had a stick shift. Yeah, you had, you know, there were some way smaller cars nowadays. There's it, no stick shift. You can put the seats all the way down. I was spitting it's, some game back oh, then, sure. man. You had to. All right, here it comes. Get into my car. Biatch. We're fish now, you can say, right? <laughs> and you know, he's, he was scheduled to be in Philly. He's still performing. He lives out in L.A. Uh-huh. Let's try to get him on the show. He had a bunch of hits, Billy Ocean. Yeah, all around that time frame. Oh, he was going to be at Parks, I think, right? Yeah, he's supposed yeah. to be at Parks on June 12th, yeah. the night before my birthday on a oh, Friday night. You would have been there. Absolutely, oh, I would have been, been there. all over that. I'd be yelling to many women to get into the car. We're going off to Ben Salem, baby, at Parks. You might you. have to take a bus up there. <laughs> Wait, is, this, is this where he says get into the back seat? Oh, he says it throughout the song. <laughs> Come on, Robin. Don't you remember the song? I don't remember exactly, but I, but I don't know the lyrics. It's the refrain. There's all these old songs that you listen to, and you're like, oh, that is so rude. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I still think it's good. No, I'm not offended. <laughs> he had a couple of, he had a couple of, uh, uh, what do you call it, ballads that were really good? Remember oh, yeah? Suddenly yes. We're in Love? No, I don't remember that one. Oh, it's a great Suddenly. song. Suddenly? Yeah. See, here it goes. You got to wait for the, here what we is. call the refrain. One more time, Billy. Come on. 
from Trinidad and Tobago, you know. Oh yeah, and right. And also, right. he is the he is the most famous and has sold more albums than any black artist ever from England. Do you realize that? Because yeah, right. he's British and Trinidad and Tobago. Mm. Knowledge. That's great knowledge yeah, right there. You're is. not getting that anywhere else. No. You know what his real name is, Billy Ocean? Yeah. Oh, that's a fake name? Yeah. Uh, Imagine that. I mean, sounds like he does middays for uh, MGK or something. You know what I'm saying? His real name is Leslie Sebastian Charles. Uh, that's a good name. Yes. Leslie? Leslie Sebastian, Sebastian Charles? Charles. Uh, I dropped the Leslie. I dropped the yeah. Leslie, too. Although the chick gets in the front seat, she doesn't get I in know, the back she seat. Get in the well, back. there is no there back is seat no back that seat. car. Then it's a fraudulent video, well, then. I know. And he gets pulls up right in the front of the drive-in theater. Yeah, very yeah, that's, unrealistic. That's like one of those Cabriolet Porsches, you know, with the the top comes down. It's a nice car, but no. oh, the top comes down, not just my in, parents on had the car, that yeah. down in the well, car right. too. Yeah. yeah, my dad had one of those cars when I was born, a Porsche 911 Targa with Targa. A, with a green nice. that that hunter green. All right, enough of Billy Ocean. I All mean, right. I can't get enough of him though. I actually, I actually tweeted to him this morning. Did he respond? Him love. He Does not he yet. follow you? No, he doesn't follow me, but I follow him. But he's hoping. Tony's hoping. Exactly. I want to get him on the show. He's great. Because I think two out of our three guests who are on Twitter today follow you. Absolutely, they do. Adam Schefter does. He has for a while. And, of course, uh, Jay Wright follows me. Jim Nance isn't on Twitter. No, he's so not he, on Twitter. If you were on Twitter, he would follow me. There's no doubt of about course. that. I wonder if his wine company is on Twitter, though. I don't know. We'll don't find know. out. You know, Jim and I have one thing in common. We like wine. <laughs> I've never done 34 Masters. I haven't done NCAA Final Fours yeah, right. or NFL games on CBS. But he's going to join us next hour. Coming up next, though, Adam Schefter is going to join us from ESPN. We'll talk NFL. We'll talk about the draft. And a lot of things are bugging Adam about how some people are handling the pandemic and whether or not we should be out there. Most notably, the NFL. Exactly. And there's nobody more legit when it comes to NFL information. There's a lot of great NFL people. Adam Schefter's right up there. We'll talk with him next live, and we'll take your calls to 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. That's the number. But Adam's going to join us. Uh, like, we'll take a couple calls. Adam will be with us at about uh, 3.30-ish when we will talk. So we'll come back, take some calls, and keep this party rolling up until 6 o'clock Eastern time. It's Tony Bruno, Harry Mays. Live, not only on Sirius XM 211, but on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show 2, kids. So it's funny listening. Hey everybody, your old pal Tony Bruno here. And starting on Monday, April 6th, I'll be bringing back the Tony Bruno Show to Sirius XM Radio <laughs> Channel 211. We'll do the normal Stop. sports stuff. We'll cover Still everything that you need to know. We'll and we'll deal with pop culture, music, travel, the interviews, energetic the laughter. Harry Mays and I are going to be bringing the approachable style that's guaranteed to make you laugh and appreciate life. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Starting Monday, There's April 6th on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius my name is so J.B. Dilsheimer of Stampone O'Brien Dilsheimer exactly. Law. Every so day, people gone, are catastrophically injured by others' negligence. <laughs> yes, I, whether yes, I watch it, but I'm paying attention to the people on Twitch. Product, <laughs> tune in every day professional negligence or slip and fall. People's lives are devastated. Too many never recover because they don't know their rights. 
don't she let this happen to you. At Stampone O'Brien Dillsheimer Law, we bring sophisticated trial knowledge, and her personalized street-level approach to afford you and your loved ones the maximum financial recovery to care for you and your family. Personal injuries demand our personalized approach. At Stampone O'Brien Dillsheimer Law, we take care of you and yours so you can take care of That's what I'm saying. If you or someone you know and love suffered injury, contact us. Find us on the web at stampolelaw.com or call 215-663-0400 for a free consultation. My name is J.B. Dillsheimer. I'm a lawyer. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. How's that? Yeah, that looks a little better. Yeah. yeah. So for whatever reason, I was unable to control this one. Yeah, I have to figure that out. So she is active. Uh, according to our bud, Eddie Nasta, I call him Eddie now because he's close to the show. She, it, she is active on Twitter and Instagram, has a new clothing line now. Huh. Really? Speaking of porn stars and yeah. adult, I don't like calling them porn stars. Adult no, entertainers. Adult entertainers. Lisa Ann will be on the show oh, yes. tomorrow. Right. Lisa well, Ann. but and she this is she's on her second career though. Yes, because again. yeah, she's not but doing She was an adult yeah, performer. She still does it. She retired. Oh, she, she does. She dabbles. She dabbles? Yeah. yeah. We all dabble. Um. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM two eleven. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays here, Sirius XM 211, where you can get it for free right through May 15th to hear the show on Dan Patrick Radio. And you get all the stuff for free, every show on every Sirius channel. Yeah, even Stern. And you can go to SiriusXM.us slash Tony Bruno SXM to start listening That's if you're not mouthful. already on there. Yes. Yeah. So it's SiriusXM.us slash Tony Bruno SXM. To start listening if you already aren't doing so. For free. For free up until May 15th. A lot of people subscribing, re-upping their subscriptions. And we thank everybody for joining us every single day, Monday to Friday, 3 to 6 Eastern Time, live. Adam Schefter is going to join us. But let's go to the phones because we have somebody on the phone who is uh, Lewis. Now, was he the truck driver? Is he there? Oh, he's not there anymore. I want him to call back in because he called at the top of the show oh, thinking we were going to put him on immediately. What, the who only was reason he, Jose? We, no, well, the only reason we put a caller on in the first segment on Wednesday because it's Jose right. and it's What Up Wednesday, the first ever here, and so we wanted to get him on. Normally when we open the, uh, out, the first hour of the show, we'll always you know, get people caught up on everything that's going on, what's coming up on the show and things of that nature, and there's a lot of stuff going on too, and we had to play Billy Ocean after all. 
But we got a lot of good stuff today. We'll have some NBA. We have the really the big story is schools. Speaking of music, mm-hmm. the state of Pennsylvania, and I'm sure this is happening all over the place, but the state of Pennsylvania made it official today. Every single school, K through 12, public and private, are now shut down. It is a final, Harry. School is out Ugh. for summer. I don't know if it's out forever, but of all you parents in there who have been homeschooling your kids, now upset because you can't send them out to the playgrounds to go outside and get lost for a couple of hours, now they're going to be home not only for the last month, they're going to be home all the way through the summer. Oh, Where's that sound effect? Good, 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 good. Because that's what every parent this morning around 10 o'clock <laughs> when they got the word from the governor. The governor. All right. The governor of New Jersey is pretty much shutting down everything. He is? He's shutting down, like, except toll booths. What about liquor stores? Our liquor store, now, of course, we have people they who were live open. in New Jersey. The liquor stores are still open. They're essential. Yeah. But the governor of New Jersey has basically written executive orders. Joe Krause was telling us today. The governor of New Jersey, Phil Murphy, is shutting everything down. Parks, beaches. What else, uh, Joe, is he shutting down at uh, Murphy? Well, the boardwalks the are board shut down. The boardwalks are closed. Yeah. You, don't you don't have to pay your mortgage. Oh, really? You oh, don't I have like to that. pay your telephone bills, your automobiles. Wow. Rent. What about rent? Rent? Well, is I'm, that up to each individual person? Well, well, wait. You know, each hour, well, Governor here, Murphy. Man. On, on uh, I had this. Sorry, I was a little bit late getting this up. But school's out for summer. It's It's not even summer yet, though. Well, if that's out now, it's officially over. Because he says, So now, what happens to, to the seniors who were set to graduate? That's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, they get to graduate earlier, just like, just like all the uh, medical students that got to graduate early so that they could start helping out right away. But how do you have all your credits? You, you haven't yeah. finished the school year. They're... We're just Everybody dumbing down a, America even more. Everybody gets a straight A and goes home for the summer? Wow. Wow. Man. What about if you were like a straight F student and you were about to flunk out? Well, I think you'd have to come back for next year. I would, yeah, I would think yeah, so. I would, I would not hope getting, so. And you're you ain't going back for summer school. If they're going to class, cancel well, classes, there's not even going to be summer school. No. Wow. I never and went so, to summer school in high school. I waited until college to do that. <laughs> I, uh, I just, I, I just talked to David Boreanaz, our good friend, this morning, and I called him. I did not realize this. Humble that, brag, right there. His, his, all of his kids are home, and just like everybody else. Yes, yeah. and he sounded so stressed. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like I'm, I'm in the middle of school right now. I can't talk. I was like, what? And he goes, my kids are home, and I'm homeschooling. I can't talk right now. Yeah. <laughs> And David's a good friend. His dad was Dave Roberts here in Philly. Right. Now we have the phone caller back on. Let's go to Lewis. Lewis, what's going on out there? Are you the friendly uh, driver who's driving all over the country to keep America rolling? <laughs> I am. Holy crap. Uh, You're holy crap? It is holy yes, Thursday. I I, it's not any, you don't have anything to do with holy Thursday, do you? Well, that was in regards to the guest lineup that you had today for the show. I mean, that is worthy of a holy thirsty Thursday. No doubt about it, pal. Let's pour another one out for everybody out there, especially those who can't get alcohol. I've only got 5,000 miles in in the last uh, 14 days or so, so we're just it's just nonstop, bang, bang. But what are you going to do? Hey, I'm happy to have a job, and hope everyone's safe, and thanks to everyone who's rolling, and the hospital people, first responders, everyone who's alive, and 
Uh, amen to everyone out there. We're all we're all trying to hold the fort down and get through this damn thing. Now, now what, what are you, yeah, what are yeah. you hauling? That's a, well, I was going to ask him what he was driving first. Well, yeah. a, a Peterbilt, Kenworth. What do you got? I got a, I, I got a uh, freight shaker. A freight, freight, freight liner, freight liner, right? Freight liner, that's right. We freight call them freight shakers, freight car shakers. We have a, not a know. rump shaker. <laughs> no, not the rump shaker. Those are good. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you go to a lot and you go to like a, one of those uh, TA drive truck stops to fill up, then you can get yourself a rump shaker, a lot lizard, and a freight shaker all in one. And then you put them in a sleeping uh, cab, Exactly. Right? put them in the back, yeah. And you put them in the bathroom, too, and you leave them in there. Oh, those are the old days, absolutely. <laughs> we're trying to bring back the old days. <laughs> yes, we are. Now, what kind? Now, you're in the truck right now in the rig. What are you hauling, by the way? Uh, 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 right now, uh, believe it or not, empty pallets. I just brought a load to Dallas. I left. The, I, I left something brown there. Um, and uh, <laughs> wait a minute, you wasted that, a truck ride all the way to Dallas from Mays Landing, New Jersey, with empty pallets for pallets. No, no, no. I brought them a delivery of uh, grocery items oh. from PG, Proc- Procter Gamble. Okay. And uh, the warehouse I delivered to, they also, we, we, they, you know, the, the, although if we don't take the empty pallets out, next thing you know, the warehouse has like a million pal- pallets everywhere. And <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's just a backhaul, that's all. So, um, but yeah, it's not stop. It's, it, it's absolutely crazy. I, I, I'm hauling anything from toilet paper to uh, forklift batteries. It See, doesn't that, matter what it is. That <laughs> toilet paper load yeah. might get hijacked. You better have a couple security guards yeah. when you lift up the Seriously. gate back there getting ready. That's like cigarettes back in the 60s and 70s, man. You know, it'll be Tony Soprano and a couple of the boys will be pulling you off to an exit. Now, it doesn't say toilet paper on board, does it? No, it does not. Okay, good. <laughs> Although, can you like make a little short stop on your? Next no, we got trip plenty out? of uh, we got plenty of toilet paper here. We're well stocked, man. Except this, I saw today that the supermarkets, Albertsons chain, which is Acme here, they're now saying they're only going to allow people in one at a time. One at a time. Smart. Yeah. So I mean, Home Depot Smart. was doing that. So one person. Shoprite was doing it. I know. They're all starting to do it now because we're supposed to be in that time right now where we're at the peak here. Yeah. In Philly now is supposed to be peak, yet there's hundreds of kids playing basketball in a schoolyard right last next night. to one another. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Except they're also, by allowing only one person at a time, which happened down at the Home Depot, there was a line of people around the parking lot all intermingling. Yeah, and they're not even standing six feet apart. So what's the purpose of having separation in a parking lot and letting in one person at a time if everybody in line's on top of one another. Doesn't make sense. It's, it, 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 at least uh, you can go, and there were thoughts of not letting anyone in. You make your order online, and when it's ready, then your ass goes to the store and picks it up. But yeah, that, I did that uh, at I Best mean, Buy over the weekend. We ordered some stuff, some cables, and I got in the line there, and they come out, and they give you the bag, and you leave. And, you know, you pay online, and they bring it out to you. That's did you, awesome. Did you even have to get out of the car? No, I didn't get out of my car. So it's I, just, just a line, a drive I got out of my line. dreams, and there was a hot chick there who was bringing the clothes and stuff out to me. I said, get into my car. She said, I can't right now. I'm busy. Come back after well, the store yeah, closes. She probably works at the Red Robin Diner on a normal basis. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Red Robin. You know what their slogan is, Red Robin. Yum. 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 <laughs> hey, Robin used, to have red, Robin used to have red, red hair, and I would always sing that jingle. Yeah. Red Robin. Yum. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and she'd be bringing out uh, Tony's favorite SOS cream of chippy cheap beef. I can't do it because I can't have the milk, and I can't put it on toast because it's not keto. Now, the oh. beef is... 
the beef is, but the toast and the cream. Well, you yeah. can make it with heavy cream, and it would be fine. Yeah, but what am I going to pour it over? I would have to make the keto, maybe the keto pizza crust that's made out of mozzarella. Where, where's Adam Schefter? I don't know. Is He's he calling, calling in in a couple of minutes here at 3.30, we said, at the bottom of the hour. <laughs> I'll get you to Adam. I'll deliver. I'll deliver Adam on time. No problem. All right. Well, you be careful out there. What's the cheapest gas you've seen? Because I see it's snowing in Minnesota today. Yeah, how cheap not. is the diesel? Yeah, what's, cheap, what's was, the cheapest diesel you saw? I was, I was just through uh, Oklahoma where it was $1.37. Wow. Is that the good clean diesel or is that regular diesel? Uh, it was at a Shell gas station, so I think Shell's okay. Okay, no, but they have the they, they have a scam like every other gas. This is the clean gasoline. This mm-hmm. is the dirt. They call it clean diesel. I don't really? know what it is, but it's it's supposed to be better than the regular diesel. It has half the calories, I think. Less fill. Oh, it's low well, carb. I mean... It's low carb diesel. <laughs> You know what we need to start implementing again, Tony? What? All of the truck drivers, if they happen to be in their truck if they're driving, they need to give us a good sounder. Oh, yeah. wait, hold on. Give me the horn. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, that's locking a little bit, man. That's, I, that's not full-throated. That ain't no Peterbilt horn. No, that's a Freightliner, man. you got to upgrade. <laughs> you got to upgrade that horn in there, man. When I hear it, when you pull that thing. You're not supposed to shame them. No, I mean, that's part I've done hey, this Hey, we're forever. horn shaming here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lou, you be careful out there, man. We appreciate you and everybody else out who's out there keeping America moving, getting all the stuff to the store so people can have stuff. Even if they can't get to the store, at least they know it's being replenished by great people like you out there, Lou. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you, and if I'm not on in the next five minutes, just wait longer. All right, thank you. Beautiful. Okay, bye-bye. There he is. Yeah, New Jersey is down to $1.97, and, of course, they pump it for you there. That was another big controversy that uh, they wanted to know if they were going to get rid of the, the gas. Because you know, Harry, in New Jersey, it's one of the few states where you can't pump your own gas. Right, right, right. And they, they, don't, they don't want that to change, right? No, the governor says, no, we should still have those people yeah. out there. And so – their safety is a, is a concern, but sure. you know, you hand them a credit card and yeah. you, they fill it up, and they they've do it got for gloves them. on. I'm assuming exactly, right? absolutely. So, and that's one of the places that a lot of people in states where you don't have somebody filling it up for you is everybody's touching that gas well, yeah. and there's germs everywhere. Right, but my, the place right near where my house, where I do all my you know filling up, they give you gloves. Oh, they like, do. They give you the gloves like they wear in the deli, like the real the yeah, clear the thin plastic, plastic yeah. thin oh, okay. ones. We yeah, have yeah. a box Which of those. I buy yeah. two hundred. It's like of a them one and done. Like you gloves. go into yeah. the store, get the gloves, put them on, then you start doing touching all the stuff, and then just throw them. In. You don't throw them on the ground though, like they no. do in Philadelphia. You put them in a trash. <laughs> can. Well, the good thing about a gas station is there's usually a trash can usually. between the pumps. Yeah. So if you're too lazy to take them off and throw them into the stinking trash can before you get back into your car after you fill up your tank. You should be arrested on I site. I agree. You should be tased on site. Tased right there. They should hire somebody who stands around with a taser. Right. Uh, like a security guard. Exactly right. Adam Schefter just uh, 26 seconds ago said he's calling in five minutes. Well, that's so nice he, of him. Well, well, at least he's telling us. <laughs> well, maybe he's doing a lot of he's interviews, He's probably calling too. in right now. Yeah, you think yeah. he's just sitting around at home, Robin? Just because I'm he dissed you. I'm giving him a hard time just because, because he, he gave me a hard you. time. Just because he dissed you on the DM. Absolutely. I have every right. Is that Adam on the line now? Yes. Is that Adam Schefter? Yes. How are, how are you, man? How you doing? Good. Robin feels disrespected because when we when we arranged this the other day, and you said, no, I don't need to go through Robin. Just, just tell, <laughs> put it right through Tony. Well, you, well no disrespect to Robin. Uh, listen, I... I, I I try to limit the interaction I have with people. I have enough interaction with enough people. 
And so I just, if I could just streamline, you told me Thursday, 3.30, here it is. I, what do I need to do that with Robin for? It's nothing against Robin. I thought it was, you know, you're becoming a germaphobe now, and you're worried about <laughs> contact with human beings and stuff, and I'm thinking, but this is just a phone call. Robin's not going to transmit anything through the lines if she were the one who contacted you. <laughs> no, I just, well, I, you know, again, I've had it so many times where all of a sudden uh, I've had it happen where someone will reach out, hey, could you do this, could you do this, great, yes. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with the emails with two or three more people. That, that I don't want to do. No, I hear you, man. I'm just busting your chops. You know that. How you doing there, Tony? I'm doing good, man. Now, a lot of people have been saying, what's wrong with Adam Schefter now, man? He's, like, worried about everything, the draft, and the NFL must be mad at him because he's saying, I can't believe we're going to do a draft, and now they're going to do it virtually. Mm-hmm. And so that stuff really, really seems to bother you because I've known you a long time, and people are saying, "Why? what's gotten into Adam Schefter? Well, no, no, no. He, first of all, you know, let me say, you know, I, I want football back as much as the next guy. Like, that's my job. That's my living. Uh, football has been great to be around, to cover for 30-plus years that I've done it. And it's been great. So why am I not allowed to have one stance on one topic in regards to draft? It's not that I don't want the draft. My question is, what I didn't understand is they're doing the draft on April 23rd. And by the way... When they do it, then it'll be great. It'll be great. It'll give people a diversion. I'm not trying to take people's diversion away. My only question, living in New York, being near ground zero of all this, why did it have to be April 23rd? Why couldn't it have been May 23rd or June 23rd? That's all. And you know what, Adam? As, as one who thinks everybody should have the right to their opinion, I had no problem with that. People went crazy because you gave a personal opinion about your job and what you think would be a better thing. You, you're not the commissioner. You didn't. Nobody changed anything because of your opinion, right? And yet people were killing you because you had the because you had the audacity to give an opinion. Tony, Tony, let me explain something. Okay, I have my college roommate, his mom died. Okay, four days ago. The next day, uh, I had another friend lose his mother. I've got three cousins with the virus. I've got a niece with the virus. Why am I not allowed to move it back away from the apex of it all? Why am I not allowed to think that? You are. You okay. absolutely are. No, so why would people be killing me over that? What, I, what's the, I don't they, know. They, they, you, you saw it. I mean, I'm not the one who's doing it because I, I, I defended your right to give an opinion, especially since you work for ESPN, which is obviously a part of the NFL. You guys have a contract. And so that, my, my point is I'm lauding you because you have the backbone, even though you work for a company that doesn't, you know, Disney doesn't like people having strong stances when on they partner with. When you're a partner, yeah, that's yeah. the way it works in our business. So I'm giving you credit for, for, for making that uh, proclamation or giving your opinion in a world where nobody wants anybody to give their opinions anymore. Well, uh, again, that's just how I felt. Uh, I look forward to the draft whenever it is. I just felt it would be in better taste to have it a little later. That's my opinion. Sorry. You don't have to be sorry for it. And I'm not sorry for my opinions. People come after me all the time. You know, we still live in America. You can still say whatever you want. Now, some people can't say what they want because, you know, as we talked about, you're a local rights holder of a team, and, and the guy on the radio goes on and rips the team, and then the general manager gets a phone call, hey, your guy on the air is ripping our team, and we're in bed together, we're partners, get rid of him. You know, none of that's, mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that bugs me. The fact that you are so respected and you are an NFL guy, and that's what you do for a living and have for a long time, I, I, I'm perfectly fine with you having the right to say that. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that, Tony. We've known each other a long time. And uh, appreciate your support always. And Thank by you. the way, congratulations and welcome back to Sirius. That's 
that's a big get for Sirius. You've always been a pioneer in this industry. You've always been a legend in this business, and uh, you should have only have great things that happened to you in this business. And I sincerely mean that. You know how I feel about you. We've we've gone back. We've done radio a long time together, right? Back when you were the president of the Pro Football Writers Association <laughs> of America in Denver, Colorado, remember? There you go. There, see that, Tony? So that, that, that gives people an idea. So that, that, that puts us on the map, you and I, 25 or so years, right? Exactly. No, I'm happy for you, man, because you are, you know, when you see people that you, you, you knew a long time ago and they move up the food chain and you've obviously worked your way there with your great work, work ethic and family man and you care about things that really matter to everybody. But, but you know, we, we're going to do this. We're going to do it, and now we got the draft coming up. We now know what's going to happen, but there's concerns yesterday. John Harbaugh was talking about worrying about the, you know, the logistics of all the technology and people being, you know. Well, they're so paranoid. These yeah, coaches. you know, somebody yeah. hacking into the personal information databases. They're scouting and info. The and scouting info and the player mm-hmm. information and all that stuff. Are you worried about any of that stuff? I'm not, because I'm not smart enough technologically to figure out how to do it. <laughs> but I can tell you that, you know, there are people that are concerned about it. I mean, hey, listen, you know, football coaches by nature are paranoid. You know, they know that anything can happen at any time. And so they're going to be taking safeguards regularly to make sure that their practices aren't seen, their Zoom conference calls aren't hacked into, and, again, we're dealing with a scenario that we've never encountered before, you know, with the draft unfolding in a way that's never been done before. And so, you know, teams will go through it in their own ways, and, and this is what some people feel. Hey, Adam, they, they actually uh, are now giving money to six charities. It's going to be – the draft is going to be a, like a virtual fundraiser. Now for six charities, including the American Red Cross, the CDC Foundation, all of us, Feeding America, COVID-19 yeah. Response Fund, etc. Do you think they, they, they added that as a result of maybe some negative blowback that they got for doing the draft at all? I think that was going to be part of their planning, and I think that's the way that they believe that they should do it now because the sooner they can raise the money, the sooner they can dispense it to these organizations that need the funds Right now, everybody needs the funds mm-hmm. uh, so that they can do it that way. The NFL, that, that's how the NFL likes to do these things. And when it kicks off games this season, and we hope that there will be games and it won't, there won't be any issues and that there seems to be that sense, uh, you know, I'm sure there will be tributes to first responders and doctors and nurses. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, league, the league has been pretty good about that over time. Talking with the great Adam Schefter from ESPN now. There's a lot of stories floating around there. Of course, the Jadavian Clowney story whether or not Seattle are going to make a deal with him. There's different reports. Mike Garofalo, Garofalo, how I, I always say Garofalo because I'm Italian. But Mike Garofalo over at the NFL Networks talking about that, that even though there's been a lot of people speaking up, including his quarterback, he's going to go back. He wants $20 million. The offer is not even close. What do you see happening with Clowney? Well, he's waiting. Listen, if you're a free agent and you're on the street on April 9th, clearly free agency didn't work out the way that you thought. And he went into free agency wanting north of $20 million a year. And he had three sacks last year. And there are teams that like him as a player, but they don't like him enough to pay him $20 million a year. And he's not going to get that on the open market. And so now you've got Seattle interested. You've got Cleveland interested. Um, Those really seem to be the two spots that have expressed interest. And... The question is, does he want to take a deal that he believes is 
worth less than what he thought he would get? Or does he want to wait and see who doesn't come up with a pass rusher in the draft or who loses a player to injury at training camp whenever that happens? So these are the things that players go through over time. What about the whole uh, situation with Cam Newton and Jameis Winston now, both still on the street, both I, I assume would want to be a starting quarterback somewhere. Who do you think is more desired at some point? Well, it's just different, right? You have Cam in a situation where teams would want to get medicals on him, mm-hmm. and they can't do that right now. I know he passed a physical in Atlanta with an independent doctor, and, and the Panthers said he passed the physical, but that doesn't stop Team X from wanting to get a physical done with its doctor, and they can't do that right now. Plus, the timing is such that Cam Newton becomes a free agent after Philip Rivers signed in Indianapolis and Tom Brady signed in Tampa and Teddy Bridgewater signed in Carolina, where he came from, and the Bears traded for Nick Foles. And so places that needed a quarterback filled their hole. And then you're going to have other teams that fill holes in the draft, i.e. the Bengals with Joe Burrow, Dolphins. the Dolphins with whoever they go with, Chargers are there. Right, they're going to be able to quarterback. Someone's going to take Justin Herbert. Someone's going to take Jordan Love. Someone's going to take Tua. And so when those things happen, it's going to be a situation where there's even fewer openings for him. So no, nobody's going to pay him what he's used to making, I don't believe. And so you know, Cam Newton's going to want to take a one-year deal and hit the free agent market. You know, one-year deal, no tag, can't tag me, and I hit the market again next year. Do you think the, the, I, there was a couple of stories floating around yesterday which were debunked is the situation in New England where Cam Newton had supposedly reached an agreement with the Patriots, and that obviously turned out to be fake. Is there a possibility that the Patriots take a flyer on Cam Newton up there? I know they have Stidham, the young kid, but they have to have a reliable backup, don't they? Or at least somebody who could push Stidham if he doesn't work out. Well, that's, that's where they went out and signed Brian Hoyer, and the Patriots are in a situation right now where they're about a million dollars under the cap. And so you've got to draft your players, um, and unless they make a dramatic move and move on from a highly paid veteran or pull the tag on Joe Thune or trade their franchise player in Joe Thune, then they couldn't afford a quarterback like that. And and I think that the way New England's thinking today, and you know, we'll see who's on the street or what happens two, three weeks from now, two, three months from now, but I, I think that they believe They've got Jared Stidham. They've got Brian Hoyer. They'll draft a guy at some point, and they'll bring those three quarterbacks to camp and may the best man win. What else is happening today that you can give us at this particular time as breaking news exclusively on the Tony Bruno Show on Sirius XM 211, <laughs> the Dan Patrick Channel? You think news just materializes just like that? I'm actually waiting for, for confirmation of one little thing here. Um, no, it's not a big deal. Just It's not an actual news story, but it's it's one of hope and optimism because I'm full of hope and optimism, Tony. Just, I know to, that. Well, just, I need to, prove it, just to prove everybody wrong. I'm full of that, too. I've I been full some. of a lot of things for days. A- Adam t- depressed me with the tweet that he put out, what, 21 hours ago now. <laughs> Uh, the 2020 NFL. No, no, no. It was, the, it was about the uh, the doctor in California. In that Santa Clara or something? 17 yeah, hours the, the, ago. The city, the city administrator. Yeah, yes. that guy. Jeffrey Smith. I, when I read that, I was, like, really depressed. Yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to mitigate that with, my, with the next little piece of information here as soon as I can just get it confirmed. Awesome. Okay. 
<laughs> hey, Adam, seriously, though, like with this draft being such a unique situation with everybody in there, you know, sequestered to their own locations, was there any thought at, from the NFL's perspective to lengthen the amount of time between picks? No, but I, what I think you're going to see happen is that if, uh, let's just say, the Dolphins are trying to trade up to number three with Detroit. Right. And they initiate a call with the league office with two minutes left on the clock. I don't think the league is going to say after those two minutes expire when they've been on the phone with both teams, up, oh, we're on to pick number four in the New York Giants. They're going to work with the teams and be understanding of the fact that everybody's in a different situation than they've been in before. Hmm. And they'll extend that another minute or two or three or whatever it is to make sure that business is conducted properly, that everybody's got a fair time to do what they need, and that business gets done so that there aren't any hiccups or situations like where the Vikings missed their turn back in, what was it, 2002 or three with Kevin Williams and the other, turn, the other team rushed to turn in its pick and then the Vikings had a turn. I don't think we're going to get any shenanigans like that. And I think the league will be reasonable and understanding of teams that, that haven't wrapped up their business by a certain time. I know you got to go. We have to go, too, but i got to last ask you about this Colin Kaepernick, the daily Colin Kaepernick or the weekly or the monthly news that's floating around. What's floating around? I don't know. Are you going to get a tryout again? Nobody can get a tryout, so I don't know why anybody's even thinking about that. But apparently there's a uh, sports center the right Jets. now. The Jets. the Jets have signed Colin Kaepernick to a one-year $9 million contract. No, it's, a, it's a fake that's account. A fake it's account. a fake account that tweeted yesterday that Cam Newton was going to New England and credited me with both stories. Yeah, that's a fake just, account. Just look to see who's... I don't know. Somebody just put it up on the screen. I can't see. It wasn't me. No, I think Robin put it up because that's what happens. It's a fake. Yeah, it's a fake. It's at super tough scene is the account. So that person should be hunted down. (laughs) And how does Jack, who goes after people on Twitter for the most innocuous things, how does that account not get taken down and and reported as spam when everybody will see that from a distance? Because I said you, you said you had something coming up soon, and I thought you were holding that back from us. That's why I thought it was you, because I didn't, couldn't see it from, from far away on the big screen. No, no, no. You know, yesterday they, they reported that I was reporting that Cam Newton was going to New England when I never reported that. And today they're reporting that I'm reporting that Colin Kaepernick is going to the Jets when I never reported that either. So you, 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 you've asked me about both those situations, Tony. And I would just I would recommend that you look at the blue check mark. I, I always do, the, Adam. I always yeah, do. It, that was Adam Scheffler. No, no, not Adam no that was a sports center. That wasn't oh. even Adam. That was a fake sports center. There's a fake sports center, which I follow religiously. But then the yeah. real sports center I follow, too. And I always know when it's the right one. But again, I saw it on the big screen. Robin put that up on the big no, screen. No, so what they do is really smart, though, because they tag Adam the exactly. real one, as if they're giving it for real, but you can't see the check mark. All right, after this show, yeah. I'm going to find this guy. I'm going to yeah. hunt him down like a rabid dog. Adam, always great to talk to you, buddy. Thanks Cody, so welcome back to the airwaves of Sirius. Great to hear your voice. Good luck with the show. I know it'll be a huge success. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Adam Schefter, ladies and gentlemen, let's give him a roaring round of applause. Shall we? So... There's going to be a tweet from Adam coming out here soon that's yes. going to make people feel a little bit better about the start of football. Yes. I like I don't that. know why he couldn't break it right here. I mean, Jesus, well, we he needed to confirm. He, he, he had to confirm. See, he's not one of these guys that just takes like a half a source. He, he confirms stuff. Yeah, that's why I love him. He's yeah. a legit journalist. Right. That's why normally whenever you see anything with him tagged in, I'm like, oh, it has to be real. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, much more still ahead. Jim Nance in the next hour. And Jay Wright. 
Villanova's Hall of Fame coach, all still ahead. Tony Bruno Show, Sirius XM 211. Harry Mays, Miss Robin, we're all here. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show. All right. That, I final, need to... that final segment when you come back out of this is going to be short. Yeah. yeah. But we got him late, and there was so much to go through without him. I might just... That's okay. I don't mind doing that when we have a good guest and we can't get on exactly at 20 after. Like, I know with Nance, we're going to come right out at 22 with that. But that's at 420, right? Yeah, but I'm saying the next hour. Yeah. But I'm saying in a situation like that, we know how long the segment is. Beach Babe 1204. I want a muffin, too. I didn't think that the Jets thing was real because we put it up there right. to point out because I hadn't seen that fake tweet. Right, and I was showing that there that he was that there's so many people that credit him it's as, been if, at least three as if years. it's legit. It's been at least three years since I got duped by a fake account because most of the accounts that I follow with the blue check marks follow me back, so I know they're real. Like, I don't even see that fake Sports right. Center one because I'm not following it no, and it doesn't show either. up in my feed. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets. Okay, did you see this? Max Mike 51. Best lineup of guests in sports talk history. Congrats, Tony. Thank you, Max Mike. The check is in the mail. I got another guy that says he just upgraded to streaming on his Sirius XM and he can't find Channel 211. Isn't that weird? I don't understand. So I just said search for Dan Patrick Radio. Maybe it's under no, a different well, number. No, well, I know that there were a couple times because I was testing it out on the app because I normally don't use the app. We usually listen to XM in, in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I searched for Dan Patrick channel, it came up with his show. But when I just typed in 211 in the search bar... Then it came up with all the shows that are on 211. Hmm. So hopefully whoever that is is listening, and then they can just type in 211. Uh, you only get that here, hair. What? <laughs> I don't know. You only Do you get m- that here, hair? Harry's wardrobe is predictable, Philly Cheese says. Who cares? And then by by Bueller. Like I care. I got a master's shirt on. This shirt probably costs more than his whole wardrobe. Wow. I'm sick of this crap with this video. Pie Bueller says, Harry looks like a cool mailman. This Philly Cheese guy's up my ass. Nah, he's joking around, Harry. Jeepers, lighten up. See my master's shirt, man? I got another one. Did you buy that, Derek? I got another one for tomorrow. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, people getting under Harry's skin on the Twitch stream now about his wardrobe. Harry's got a master shirt. It's Master's Week. He's got a master shirt on, which is probably more than my entire wardrobe. My wardrobe's predictable. Yeah, I wear fleeces a lot. So what? I change them. I got like 50 of them. Relax. You know, you Relax. know who's predictable. I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Apparently, you know who's predictable in the wardrobe. Who? Tony. 
he will wear the same pants and just a different T-shirt. Maybe well, long Well, guys sleeve. do that. They wear the, their pants like multiple days, like yeah. jeans or something. But exactly. no, I mean, he never really, he never dresses up. He doesn't even put polos on hardly. You at least look halfway decent. I'm, I'm, I'm Halfway? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, Robin? real good. I got, I got my uh, strikeout cancer shirt from a recent charity I went to. Yeah? I got a St. Jude's church shirt I'm going to wear tomorrow for helping St. Jude ra- raise money. Okay. So... I'm not afraid to wear those. So you wear free shirts. Yes. That's well, what you're not saying. Just because, no, they're not free. I, I, I contribute to the charity, and they give me a shirt, and I proudly wear it. What's wrong with that? <laughs> what It should say what you, like, I contributed $50 on no, the I was. No, that's the celebrity bartender thing that I oh, did a couple okay. of weeks ago before everybody got shut down, and they gave me a nice, uh, lovely parting gift. Oh, yeah, nice. Strike out cancer. Yeah. You don't want to strike out cancer, huh? Of course. What's the matter with you, man? Why do we have to give Robin one of those again now? What did she do now? Well, because of the fake tweet, I think. Putting the fake tweet up but on I the But I was screen. putting it up there show because he was talking about the fake stuff. Okay. Let's, uh, let's give her one of those anyway, just for good measure. I don't know why. Man, and I made you muffins. <laughs> yeah, those were, those were like, I'm sorry yeah, muffins, Yeah, those were right? my apology. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday apology tweets. I made you muffins. He wants more muffins is <laughs> basically what's happening. Yeah, they're sitting up there, and they're screaming my name, right. and I can't have one. <laughs> don't the cats jump up there and start no. eating them? No. Really? Yeah, wow. no, they Did you don't. just have them on the countertop? They're yeah, well behaved. No, they're not muffin tops, because people, no. uh, people are goofing around on the Twitch stream here. Yeah, of course. They're asking our good friend, the Beach Babe, whether she has a muffin top. Oh, I mean, that's, how, that's, that's, that's just disgusting behavior. It by really is. That, you know, that's, that's why I hate men. That's why I don't hang out with any of them. They I just probably, hang out with women. They probably also think her wardrobe is predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up in the next hour, we'll take some calls. Jim Nance is going to join us. Now, to be fair, we actually recorded Jim Nance a little earlier this morning because he's been doing a bunch of interviews. Mm -hmm. And so we recorded him about an hour and a half before the show. About an hour before the show, actually. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those, we're only going to do 12 minutes with him. Well, that's what what they said. Because that usually happens. You know, when when one person is doing interviews in one day or two days to talk about the Masters. It's he's like one after another. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get Jim for 10 minutes, maybe 12. And it went, and it was classic. It's one of the great... Great conversations, not because we did a great interview, but because it wasn't your typical rush through. He's only got 10 minutes. Get him off. Somebody's right. waving him off in the background. Yeah, we actually finally stopped it because we're like, okay, he must have something else to do at some point. Well, I mean, no, he wanted to talk forever. Because we, we wanted to put it in a certain segment, and we know how long that segment is. Right. And, you know, we didn't want to go, like, overtime. So he knew that. Yeah, he no. knows radio. Well, yeah, he knows that. He's been in the business yeah. 35 years. Now, afterwards, are we going to the next segment, congratulate ourselves and read emails about how great the interview well, was? Well, we really should. I mean, isn't it only natural? No, actually, we look, we look on the Twitch stream and get instant reaction. Oh, yeah, but it's all, it's all negative. Yeah, people who rip us. Yeah. You know, that's the good thing about having instant uh, gratification yeah. with the Twitch stream and people calling in and on Twitter at Tony Bruno Show at Harry Mays TU. People immediately respond. Yeah. That interview was predictable. Yes. That interview <laughs> sucked. Or that interview was really good. That interview is one of the greatest I ever heard. Great. You know, it's great. It's all that other stuff. So that's what's great about doing this is that people react right away. And, and they're not holding anything back. You know what I mean? No, they're not. <laughs> what are we, yeah, what are we supposed to wear? Tuxedos, right? Right. Yes. What are we supposed to wear? I mean, part of the reason why I got into radio, one of the things I – one of the many things was because you didn't have to worry about what you looked exactly. like or what you wore. 
You know, I was the same way, but then people started calling me to make television appearances. I know. Well, what are yeah. you going to say? No? No. And then, and then, then I did a TV show. Then I did a TV show. Yeah. Then I did daily appearances on TV shows. I didn't go out looking for it. They came to me. You know what I'm saying? The face for radio. Do I have a face for radio? I don't know. Now people are saying other hosts are always dressed up. Who's dressed up on radio? I don't know. Who gets dressed up? I can tell you, Francesa wears the same thing every yeah. day. Exactly. You would have, like you, he wears fleeces like, like me. Track suit, yeah. Right? Yeah. Track suit. Well, he likes to wear loose fitting garments, <laughs> yeah. Harry. You know, there's some people wear the. the well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Beach Babe 12, sports casual. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The fourth floor stall is checked in and very active up there oh, on the yeah. fourth floor. Says, who cares how long the segment is? Harry Mays is the king of quick outs. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I like it. I don't know. Sometimes being quick is good. Now we have, uh, I mentioned, uh, we talked football. You see the latest news out of the NBA. This is breaking NBA news. It's not fake news. It's legit because it's from Woj. Adrian Wojnarowski at ESPN. And I'm sure, sure everybody who's out there out of work filing for unemployment will be happy to hear this and will mm. sleep better tonight. The NBA will be paying their players full checks on April 15th. Wow. Let me repeat, all the NBA players out there who've been struggling for the last month without a paycheck will be getting their full checks on April 15th so they don't have to stand in line at the unemployment office to get one month's pay. Right. Now, when do they get paid? Do they get paid once a month on I think the 15th? They, I don't know if it's the 15th and the 30th. Suffice it to say, their checks, I think, We'll be okay. We'll, yeah. we'll hold most of the, even the guys, even the like the lowest level NBA players. Their checks are going to hold them because the last games they played, I believe, were on the 11th of March. Does it really matter? Well, I'm just it saying. matters to them. Well, yeah, not to the perp, not to the people unemployed. Coming up in the next hour, Jim Nance, more of your calls and a lot of fun because that's what we do here. Tony Bruno, Harry Mazeris, Miss Robin, the Dan Patrick Channel, Sirius XM 211, and on Twitch TV. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show. Predictable, huh? Can we start betting on wardrobes? I need action. <laughs> <laughs> this Chris Johnson thing is... Around, guys. To the zero, zero, and then the music bumper fires. And then I'm just... And no, okay. This Chris Johnson thing's crazy, man. And this how goes long back is... To this segment's only going to be like 10 minutes, right? 10 or 12. Yeah, 10, 12 minutes. 10, 12, okay. I'll be a hard out of 12. Right, but let's do a hard out of 12 so that we can keep that long segment for Nance. No, Nance fits into the 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I'm saying. That's but it's actually 24 long. minutes long. Oh, I thought it was 22. It's 24 we'll minutes long. We're a little earlier. Yeah, well, if we break it 12, we'll, we'll be close. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Officials believe that Chris Johnson rewarded a gang member with cash. Yes. After the guy allegedly killed two men who were suspected of gunning down Johnson's friend. Wow. Dude. Well, Johnson was shot, too. Yeah. He was shot and two of his he, other buddies. He got shot in the shoulder. Yeah, he actually posted pictures of it. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a known story a couple yeah. years ago. <clears throat> when is Martinez going? Clarky Bob, tell Joe to cut back on the caffeine. Who's drinking? Joe's not drinking coffee. You don't even no, drink coffee, it's do you? Because, because he can't stand still. He's constantly moving. Yeah. And so I think they can see. He's I think a mover they and see, shaker. I, these people on Twitch are seeing your arm go in and out of the shot oh, behind is that what Harry. It is? 
Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Yes, indeed. Having fun on a holy Thursday. Holy cow. This is April 9th, 2020. Phone lines, 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Jim Nance is going to join us in our next segment, Harry. Yeah. You I'm do. looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, you were talking about the NBA players getting paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see who is still waiting to get paid in another big sports league? Uh, this I found it kind of amazing. Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley. Yeah, I saw that. And Clay Matthews. They're awaiting their paychecks from the Rams. Now, football, I mean, it ended a while ago. Yeah. I don't, you know. They, well, they get... got caught, and then they have all these incentives and the guaranteed money right. in front. And so they're saying that they didn't get their checks for the guaranteed money amounts. But that's why you have agents. They deal with that stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, they, you don't think Todd Gurley's calling Sean McVay? No. Say, hey, Sean, can you call uh, the front office and find Sean me? Just, my check? Sean just, like, transfers into accounting, <laughs> and then accounting gets a voicemail, and Todd <laughs> leaves a message, and nobody calls him back. <laughs> I wonder how big those checks are, though. Wow. Let's just say this. Those checks are bigger than what I'll make in the next five years. In one paycheck. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the those. I'm talking about the NBA guys. No, I know. Who are going to get paid on April 15th. Right. That's more than the average person will make. An average family where two people are working will make in two years. And I'm not. They, they, listen, that's they get that hey, money because they're for them. They're stars, and that's what you get paid when you're an NBA celebrity and a star. I don't begrudge anybody. Just like I didn't begrudge Adam Schefter. <sighs> Now, Play Action Reel is saying during uh, Holy Week, we need some Reverend Bruno action, yo. I'm not allowed some to have blessings. any kind of... Con- I, got a me- I got a memo today from the church. You did. From the church where I am now a pastor. Pastor Bruno. What did I call myself before? I came up with a name the for The Irreverent it. Reverend. Yes, the oh, Irreverent yeah. Reverend. That's good. Isn't that a good one? Now, where's the church? The church is everywhere, Harry. Okay. We don't need a building. It's just like Easter Sunday. Nobody's going to be able to go into churches. Right. They'll be virtual. Well, I think the the priests and stuff are going into the church, and then they record and yeah, broadcast do a live it out, right? In St. Patrick's Cathedral yeah. in New York, where Robin and I have been many times, they got monitors all over the place. Mm-hmm. So the the, the, uh, the the bishop is up there, the cardinal. Right. Cardinal Dolan, he's doing mass if you're a Catholic. Passover, the same thing. The, the synagogues are closed. But you can, you're allowed to. But you're allowed to do anything as a universal life church minister. It is non-denominational, so you can do any denomination. Exactly. Well, you can send any denomination too, because in case you notice, last night we're flipping around on the TV, and all of these channels where there's all these ministers begging for money, and they have the numbers up there. And if you don't send me money now, mm. I mean that's the kind of stuff. Listen, I. I a lot of these people are really deeply involved in religion, but there's a lot of people out there, especially in these times, where they're just looking for a way to get money. Scammers. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not saying all ministers are scammers. No, no, no. But, but there's a lot of them that are a little uh, shaky. By the way, Dan Lust, uh, our good buddy, our sports law Lust He's guy, the attorney, right? He's the official yeah. attorney. who doesn't. He doesn't charge us, which is even better. Oh, he's the, we have an official attorney We have an official show. attorney. attorney uh, official attorney. Okay. Dan Lust Esquire. Yeah. He says, now on back-to-back days with a fake SportsCenter account crediting Adam Schefter as a source for bogus moves, Schefter just expressed frustration. Frustration. Why can't I talk? In a great segment with Tony Bruno and Harry Mays, if your gut is that it shouldn't be legal, here's the definition of libel. And he's right about that. Mm. Because these people who are posting these things, and again, I didn't see the original thing. I don't know who this super tough scene is. Whoever he is, 
If that account is not blocked or banned from, uh, from, from Twitter, that's libel. Again, should people know? But he doesn't post himself as a parody account. No. As I mentioned, there are pa- – well, it does say parody. Subscribe. But you don't see that right away. No. You don't see that in the yeah. tweets. Exactly. Right? You'd, have to, you'd yeah. have to be following that and know that. Well, but and you see, have to open up the entire account. Right, the profile. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I know who this guy is now, actually. You I do? know who this person is. It's a guy who's been using all kinds of fake accounts – Barry McCockner he uses, which is an actual joke. And this guy, this guy is an idiot. What was I, what was I doing? How, where did that come from? That is the new, when somebody donates uh, bits on the Twitch, Twitch channel, you now make it rain. Tony oh, I Bruno. make it rain oh, by okay. peeling off the money. Nice. Beautiful. Let's go to Orange County in the OC. Is that Orange County, California, or Orange County, Florida? Or Orange County, Pennsylvania? Tony, Tony what a... What a privilege. Welcome to Sirius. This is Orange County. Mike from Orange County, California. How are you, my friend? Beautiful, Mike. Not as good as you, man. I'm not in Orange County, California right now. (laughs) It's raining cats and dogs this week, believe it or not. So even if the Angels were playing this week, they wouldn't be playing this week. Because it would be rained out. Yeah, I I heard the other day it's snowing in Minnesota today, believe it or not. Tony, I remember you back in the day in L.A. radio. What station were you on on the AM here? Was it 710 or one of them? Which one was it? Well, I was on AM 570, KLAC. First of all, it started, I think it was 1110. It was the ESPN station. Was it 1110? Oh, wait, wait. And it went Korean, right? Yes. Petros? No, Petros did not go Korean. He went uh, Greek, I think. He was, like, big on baklava and his family. You know the whole story. Oh, he's huge on John Creek. You know, well, he's, he's Greek. Yeah. His family, his father's a, a exactly. mover and shaker. It's Petros Papadakis, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. Pe- yeah. Yeah. Petros there and Money Show. Yeah. So I was on AM 570 KLAC. I was on a couple of I was on 1540 when I was on Sporting News up there in Santa Monica in a little building where the Santa Monica <laughs> Airport is. Really, we had a studio in an office building oh, yeah? where they didn't have any insulation. And when somebody walked into the lobby and closed the door, you can hear it on the air. Really? That's the kind of high-tech <laughs> facilities we had. You've got all the L.A. stations, not being from L.A. You've done L.A. radio all over, but just across the dial. Exactly. I mean, 570, it's the Lakers stations for years. I mean, it's all the classics. Do you ever do 710 or no? You've run on 710. I was on right? 710 a little bit, yeah. I pretty much worked on every station in Los Angeles, except all the FMs. I was on a couple of the FMs, but not all of them. Incredible. I can't believe you're back on Sirius. Well, thank you, sir. Well, listen, guys, welcome. You know, listen, I love calling these stations. I love all my Southern California teams, my Angels, my Rams, my Lakers. What about your Dodgers? What about the Dodgers, man? You know, Tony, listen, I was born in Inglewood, right? Inglewood? 69 without you. I was born in Inglewood. I was born in the No, I gave you a little Inglewood. (laughs) Live in Gardena, 69 without Orange County. But grandparent, grandfather, huge Dodger fans. So I've had Dodger background, but since 1970, I've been, you know, been the Angels pretty much. You know, I was at Game 7 of the series in 02, so I beat the Giants. But listen, I was looking forward to this year with Redone. Our pitching was still weak, but as long as we have number 27, the best player in the game in the center field, you know. And you're welcome, by the way. Yeah. You're welcome for us weaning him here. Yeah. Oh, Donna, right. he's, our, he's our product. He's, our, he's, he's one of us. I go to Millville Jersey. and Vineland. Vineland and you know, Millville are right next to yeah. each other. And you know what yeah. Vineland's known for? It's the eggplant capital of the world. <laughs> you know, all the, most of the fruits and produce It's one of the greatest there. emojis on, on your phone, too, the eggplant. The eggplant, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, out there in, right. you know, out there in the Central Valley, that's where all of our produce and all of our lettuce. Near Fresno, you're talking yeah, about, right? um, uh, yeah, yeah. In the, in Modesto, the, right? Exactly. 
Where else? Where else do they grow stuff out there? With Salinas. The, all, all, Salinas. Salinas. See, I know California. All the broccoli rob comes right. from out there. Yeah. Do you realize that? They and don't, artichokes. Nobody, and artichokes. Nobody eats broccoli rob in California. They ship it all to the east because all the Italians use it in everything. Right, but the avocados are from Mexico. <laughs> yeah, everything. No, I mean, all those warmer climates, you're going to have opportunities to grow in multiple seasons, except here, you know. I started my garden. Well, listen, I got it going, man. Better, you guys yeah, you guys can come out to Orange County to do a show when the weather gets better again. We're playing baseball again at the stadium. Absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? When Robin and when we when the All Star game was in uh, Anaheim a few years ago, 2010, we did the shows there. We did them in the in the bar up on the second level with want, with, with the Tim Cates and the whole gang. We were live. You want to grow Cates? things here? Yes, uh, Tony. You need a heat lamp. You I know, know what I mean. I need a heat lamp for a lot of things. So you're going to try to grow product indoor. <laughs> I got it. I got all the product. I got the. I got all the seeds started. Yeah, I got they a good sell those crop. lights at Home Depot now. For a long time, right? Yeah, and Robin worked together for years, right? Yeah, that's where I met Robin. Nine two thousand and eight. In, in, you in, met her in two thousand eight in where? Southern California, no, I... down there in Venice Beach. She was on the beach. She had a sign. We'll work for radio work. And, uh, you, you know, said, we'll, get into Robin. my car. I said, <laughs> yeah. get into the back seat, baby. I ha- no, but I had I had a three sixty Z, so I didn't have a back seat. Oh, yeah? Just like. <laughs> Just that, like Billy Orr. Is that a Nissan? I am a Meshuggah. Is that yeah. a Nissan? It was a Nissan. Yeah. It was the first three. And I got it down. I was doing commercials for a dealership down there. Uh, what was the great dealer down there? The uh, That was before I started working The Nissan you. dealership on the 405 all the way down toward Orange County. Great place. Oh, hold on here. Oh, there's a few of them down here. <laughs> Nissan, 405, Orange County, down yes. Costa Mesa? Yes. Too far. Yeah, Costa Mesa. That's where. Well. Yeah, Costa Mesa. That's where the Nissan dealership there. I think it was Costa Mesa. I, was, I drove the first three three uh, three fifty Z, and I was you know in L A. Everybody's got Benzes and all right. these great cars, Bentleys. So I had the first convertible three fifty Z, black with the brown leather interior, and I would park it, and all the people with Benzes and Maseratis. I think it was a two eighty Z. No, it's a three three sixty Z. There was no two eighty Z. No, the one I had was the one I had was the three. It was a prototype. Wait a minute, so Tony, where are you now? Are you in L.A. or are you back? No, I'm back in Philly. I I moved back home. I moved back to the same street that I grew up on. Santa Monica. I was living in Venice. I was living in Venice, man. You lived in Venice. You're talking about the 370Z. No, it wasn't a 370Z. It was. This is 2003, Robin. Yeah. 2003, the first one that came out. I had the first yeah. one in, delivered in California. From, from 2002 to 2009, they made this car. Oh, yeah, and I had the yeah. first one in California in 2003 or four, whatever the first year was. And I remember driving that, and everybody had all these fancy cars. And they would see my car pull up and say, wow, what is that? Anyway, Gary, I don't want enough about my cars. Guys, listen, welcome to Sirius. Great to have you on. I'll call you time to time and check in. We'll get you back out to the other seat, Tony. You could you could test drive some more Nissans. I need to get down there, man. I need it bad. Get out here, man. Let me know. All right, bro. Wasn't it? Didn't you say it was this brown color? No, it was black. No, black, black. with uh, probably that camel colored interior, the yeah, leather, the brown leather seats. Yeah, I'm Corinthian you. leather. Was it rich Corinthian leather? It was good. I'm telling you. And you want to talk about chick magnets? There oh, you yeah. go. There, there yeah. was my That's car right, right there. Yeah. That may be one. My one is the 350Z convertible. Yeah. 2007 Nissan. Yeah, there's no back seat in there. No, well, there is actually. But there is, but really it's got to be about this big. I could get my golf clubs in there. I know yeah. that. That's the only thing I can get in that car. Okay. Meanwhile, we're coming back. You know who's going to join us next? Uh. Jim Nance, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what you're going to be hearing when Jim Nance comes on? Because we always do fake Jim Nances. We had Jose do it yesterday. Mm-hmm. But when you hear this. You know what that means. 
It's a tradition unlike any other. Jim Nance is going to join us. He's not at Augusta. He's home at Pebble Beach, and he'll join us next right here. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, the whole gang, Joe and Joe on Sirius XM 211. Uh, Joe, I want to do a sound level check for this Jim Nance interview just coming back. Hang on. Let me just make sure. That hello, this friends. Philly Jesus. Harry Nance may not say hello to Harry. He's too serious. One of my favorite things. Of okay, the that whole sounds year. pretty good. That's a good level, right? I, yeah, I know. Okay. Good. So we're, we're coming out of this. Just right into the interview with the with the ma the so Masters music. This has the return music on it already. Uh, the, the return to the show music is, is right on this stop set. Right. Okay. So yeah. So I'll just bring that. And there's a there's a little bit of the um, masters music. Yeah, right it at starts. The, beginning. the masters music so, starts the segment. So I'll come in hot, and then you can just fade down that after the return audio. Perfect. And then perfect. And I'll start it right up. Okay. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. When was. Is he an advertising guy or something? No, he's the guy that was uh, the lead singer of. Uh, what song did he do? He was like, He's the, the, the actual CEO, uh, composer, originator of Mannheim Steam, Steamroller. And he's made so much money off of that. And he has this amazing ranch. Yeah, Freeze. Trans-Siberian, I mean, their show is not as big. Trans-Siberian Orchestra is massive. Have you ever seen them? Huh? No, I know. I mean, they've got they are. They've got violins and they got gigantic Mickey fireworks. De yeah, Mickey Delaney has no faith in me now. He says, "Robin, keep your hands off the phone during this interview." <laughs> <laughs> Do don't worry. Uh, JMJ Direct. Yeah, it's a buddy of mine, John. Coming up. Yeah, you guys. I wonder if that's a good advertising category for companies that are looking to reach truckers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Truckers have to be serious radio. Oh, absolutely. Yes. We're dark till 4.40. Welcome back. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. 
You know, I usually come on and start saying this, but why not have the man who actually does say it when this theme is playing on CBS? And every other year, except this one, perhaps later on in the fall, Mr. Jim Nance, ladies and gentlemen, in the 16th Tower. What a nice introduction that was, and hello, friends, and welcome to this tradition unlike any other. Not the Masters, <laughs> the Tony Bruno Show no. with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. But it doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy. <laughs> I've come out of hibernation, and so has... Trying to give, <laughs> trying to give you guys a little radio gold, uh, but there's something about that undercurrent, that music that just instinctively my voice drops down a little bit out of respect and reverence and the feel and emotion of all the things that have taken place there at Augusta. And uh, it's a good place to be. I I feel like that music follows me everywhere I go at times because <laughs> I do have people that come up and ask me about it, ask me about narrating against it, asking me to just randomly walking through an airport, hey, will you say the line? Which line is that? You know, tradition unlike any other. And I hear that I hear that orchestration, that melody playing in my head. Try to deliver the line and give them what they want. Exactly. And we do it all the time, even when the Masters isn't going on. Because Harry's a big golf guy. I love golf. And so that's one thing, Jim, of all the great things that you've done in your career. When everybody plays the Masters theme or one shining moment or NFL music. I mean, you do so many great things. A Hall of Fame legend out there in the Bay Area. And, of course, Carolina, then to Texas, and to CBS for 34 years. You know, and I was thinking today, the one thing you're missing is the ceremonial first shot would be occurring today if the Masters were actually Uh, being played. I'm well aware of it, and believe me, I've already been reminded by text at least a dozen times, and I've already had a few phone calls about it as well. It's one of my favorite things of the whole year. I, I know something to say. What, what is he? What's Nance talking about now? But this is—I'm sorry. This is just where I come from. What's in my heart? But I love that opening moment to the Masters tournament. I've seen it 34 straight years since I showed up in '86. I've never missed it, and that's where we would have been on this Thursday morning to watch Jack and Gary get the tournament started. Now, what is it? What is it about it that makes it so special to see um, the sun coming up and a chill in the air and two legends standing on the first tee, introduced by uh, Chairman Fred Ridley. You know, there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of, like, symbolism there that that this sport cares about. Now, every sport's different. I know baseball loves its history and its heritage, and I'm into history and heritage and context and all that. But when you can remember your heroes once a year, you can see them. It gives you a little bit of measurement of time, the passage of time. You look at them. And all they do is hit one shot each off that first tee. I feel the pressure for them, by the way, because it's early, it's cold. I mean, my goodness, um, you know, Jack turned 80 back in, in January, and, and Gary's a couple years older than, than Jack, a little bit older than Jack. Might not be quite two full years. His birthday's November 1st. Um, it's just uh, the symbolism of it. Uh, that's it's just it, it strikes a chord for me. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea to go get nostalgic and all that, and some people take issue with it. But if you're just being real, if you're telling people how you feel, I'm sorry, that's just who I am, and I love that ceremony. Well, Jim, speaking of legends, uh, Tiger Woods would be uh, 
in his defense of last year's Masters title and looking for number 16 as far as majors go. Now he's going to have to wait until uh, November, at least for the Masters. What are your thoughts on a Masters taking place in November? I'm pretty excited about it, Harry. I really am. I, I'm optimistic that somehow, some way, I'm not a scientist. Nobody's paying Dr. Nance over here to tell him how these projections are all going to work out. I try to interpret these uh, curves and peaks and all that on my own, and I go on that website at least a couple times a day. The one that uh, the White House task force, uh, the Fauci's and the Burks refer to all the time, and I look at the data. It changes every day. I'm optimistic that we're going to be in a much better place, and hopefully that translates to some sense of normalcy as close as we can get it to uh, in the short term, you know, in the somewhat near short term that things are going to be a whole lot better, a whole lot less suffering. And then way down the food chain in the overall worldview comes this world that the three of us are lucky enough to live in, making a living on the back of sport. How we have we've made a living out of it, you know? I mean, Tony's got a studio down in his wine cellar. For God's sake. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is so over the top. I mean, <laughs> and I love it. I love it. Um, but, no, I, I'm optimistic that somehow, some way, um, we're going to figure out a way, not we, but the world will figure out a way to get things playing again when we get the world in a much safer place. And November, to have that dangling out there, to look at it down the road, what a wonderful thing. This is the season of hope, after all, right? Springtime. Look it up. Look in the dictionary. Um, I guarantee it's one of the first things it'll say is uh, a word to describe it. Hope. The interesting Renewal. thing is people will be people will be complaining in November. Hopefully, if the Masters comes off, there's no azaleas. Oh no! Look at this. How can you do this? They've destroyed the tradition unlike any other. It's nothing but pine straw. <laughs> pine straw all over the place. Who's going to go out there and rake the pine straw from the bunker at Amen Corner? I think that everybody will be just so grateful to have the tournament played. Um, even though it's a different time of the year, there will be so much excitement and joy about it. And it's a feel-good event for a lot of folks. I can tell it is for the two of you. You're golf enthusiasts, you're playing the music, you're talking about it with a lot of passion and excitement. And wherever it ends up being on the calendar, people are going to relish the chance to have it again. And how about the idea that you're going to have two Masters in less than five months, you'll go from November the 15th, Sunday finish, to the second Sunday in April of 2021. And in less than five months, you're going to have two first tee shot ceremonies. You're going to have two, you know, amazingly competitive and thrilling and dramatic final rounds. Two times to see the green jacket presented to the champion. Could somebody actually win it twice? In less than five months, how about that storyline you're going to see next <laughs> April? Um, it's just it's just fascinating to think about all the possibilities, and I'm just thrilled that uh, they found a new day. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I know you've got some uh, programming coming up on CBS uh, this weekend to fill the void, which we'll get to. But I was thinking about how about you host a little tournament with your backyard, the par three, you, <laughs> Sir Nick, Ian Baker Finch, and get McCord in there and a couple of Vokey wedges and some Titleist Pro V1s, and let's go to town. Uh, I love the idea. As long as we stay six feet apart, which we will. Right, right. Um, so, no, um, I was having a good time 
with Tony and his, his wine cellar slash studio, and I, I've had a lot of people that have somehow, you know, through social media and even Peyton's Place, the episode that he taped with uh, Tom Brady in my backyard of this little par three replica hole that I built five years ago. So there's a lot of awareness that I have this uh, uh, this little hole that truly, when I first built it, it was built for a number of reasons. One of which was to be smart and and uh, economical in cutting down on my water bills. Um, water is expensive out here. It's in short supply uh, compared to most states. And uh, when I first moved out to Pebble Beach and bought the house in 2011, I realized that I had to get a lot smarter about what I was going to irrigate and what I wasn't. So I looked at the backyard as no reason to try to green it up. Let's do something smart with it and create something that's kind of fun. And that was the first reason why that I decided to, to build and construct and took eight months to build uh, a replica that's pretty darn close to half scale of the real seventh hole at, at Pebble Beach. And it's become such a fun thing and a gathering place when we've had charity events, raised a lot of money back there. Uh, but we've had a lot of really cool people that have tried to make the hole-in-one and get their name on the Rock of Fame. So short of it is, I'm at Pebble Beach right now as we speak. The resort, which I love, Pebble Beach Golf Links, the Inner Spanish Bay, and everything else here. Inside the gates, as it's called, the Del Monte Forest, all the golf courses are closed. They are all closed right now, um, which is sad. It's the first time in 101-year history of Pebble Beach that it's been closed. And again, hopefully it'll be reopening real soon. It's the gold standard as far as I'm concerned, as far as resorts. So if you wanted to play golf right now, anywhere inside of Pebble Beach, where there are seven golf courses, Pebble Beach, Cypress Point, Spyglass, Spanish Bay, Poppy Hills, the Shore Course at Monterey Peninsula, and the Dunes Course at Monterey Peninsula. Seven incredible courses, all within a three-mile range. There's only one hole that is currently open at Pebble Beach, and that's the one in the backyard. And you're going to get more than $325 just to play one hole, right? I mean, right now with the demand being so great, Jim. I'm waiting for someone to come over and say, hey, you got to shut that one down, too. But it is on the property. And the greatest, the greatest choice that I have, well, you know, that came off really way too smarmy. I'm, I want to apologize for that. I was trying to have some fun with it. But, no, people get uh, it. I mean, everybody's happy. We're having fun here, Jim. We're having fun. I'm having fun. I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, I'm trying to, I was trying to draw a parallel to your over-the-top, crazy, extravagant wine cellar studio. I was, I was just trying to take a lower inversion of that and, and have some fun with it. Well, but, we're suffering here. The, sta- the liquor stores are closed, so I can't even go out and add to it as the collection is dwindling here. I can't even get some of the great Zins from, you know, from Napa and Sonoma and all my great California wines that I love having shipped here. They're not shipping anything, and even the stores here well, are closed, Jim. We're in, we're in a dire situation here. We're, we're going to, depending on the state, I, I, I have to look at the state laws on this, we're going to send you a little replenishment to both of you with the calling wine that I'm so proud to have uh, been a part of with my friend Peter Deutsch. So I would love your feedback on that. We'll get some addresses when we when we close this thing down. Absolutely. But I was going to say this about this little this little uh, 53-yard hole in the backyard. One of the joys, and I'm going to say this again, under the heading of knowing where we are in the world and grieving for those who, uh, at this very serious time, uh, have lost loved ones who are in the battle, um, and it's, tra- it's, a, it's a worldwide 
tragedy playing out before us. But I, you know you've heard it. Everyone's heard it. Everyone's listening has, 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 has heard it or said it, that you try to find some silver lining and you try to find some of the good things that have come out of this, if that's possible. And it always gets back to usually the same thing, the reconnection with friends, but primarily the family time that we're all getting to spend. Because we've been in this race, this treadmill of life, you know, running and doing what we're obligated to do, what we love to do. And you've never really been in almost a shutdown mode. So we've hit this pause button on, on, on life, and you're recalibrating now how you're going to spend your time and how you want to allocate all those precious moments in your life and hopefully doing it more fully in the future instead of being half committed to it. And uh, short of it is, you know, I've got two young kids and my oldest daughter here, three kids, all here under this roof. What a joyous time it's been for me to spend with Caroline Finley and Jameson. And my little boy is the youngest. He's, he's just turned four. And during this time, he's taken to golf. So we've been hitting golf balls with the you know, little plastic wiffle golf balls around the front yard. He can fly it if he really connects it about 50 to 60 yards with a, with a almost golf ball, it's called. Um, so he's been back on that tee in the backyard. And yesterday... He knocked it on the green for the first time ever. Now, that was one of the little simple pleasures and joys of my life. I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. And watching him in, without trying to be overcoaching him, it's been so much fun to see him. Hey, Daddy, let's go hit some golf balls. Uh, I didn't expect it would happen this early, this, that, uh, that a new a new four-year-old. No, that is awesome. What a treasure. Stuff. That's one, one little simple pleasure in all of this. Absolutely. That's what I say to Harry. Hey, Harry, let's go hit some golf balls, Daddy. <laughs> and we can't do anything. Jim, I know that the big weekend, and I love watching replays of golf, and this weekend on CBS all over the place, wherever you want to go, whether it's online with the all-access, where you can get it anywhere on the, or over the air at CBS and all the different CBS platforms. Saturday it starts, the re-air of the 2000. and uh, Actually, the first one is going to be an hour special on Saturday, the 2004 Masters. <laughs> Uh, and no, then, that's no, no, 75. 75. That's 75. Yeah, I'm, 75. Sorry, I'm sorry. The uh, Saturday at 1.30 to 2.30, the 75 Masters with Jack and Johnny, um, Johnny Miller and Tom Weisskopf. That's a documentary look back, yes. Exactly. And then on done. Saturday after that, see, you'll re-air the entire 2004 Masters, Phil's first major, and you sat down with Phil and did a Zoom, so there'll be enhanced stuff to it. It'll be you doing the, you doing the whole crew and doing the, the 2004 final, I'm sorry, I keep messing this up, the 2004 final round, but you got Phil and you on a Zoom session being plugged in throughout the uh, final round, correct? You, you said it, actually, you said it dead on, and that's what I really wanted to articulate was that it's not an interview with Phil. It's actually Phil doing uh, segments at, you know, 10 minutes at a time. Not every segment, but maybe every third segment we come back and we'll do a chunk of the broadcast basically doing play-by-play, and color. Did he get excited, though? Did he get, did, did he get excited on the back nine there when the Ernie Els thing came down to the drama and then that oh. 18-foot birdie? Does he go crazy again? Can he recreate that feeling from 2004? Please give me some feedback uh, after you see the show and watch how giddy he is and his attention to detail even 16 years down the road of what was, what was happening, not only with his game and his situational moments, what he had to do, how he was processing the win or the leaderboard, whatever it might have been. But to hear him talk about other players on the golf course, because, again, we're following along the actual broadcast feed, 
It's not re-edited. So when it cuts off of Phil and it goes to Ernie or it goes to K.J. Choi or, you know, whoever it might have been that was in contention at that moment, we, we, we call that, too. There's nothing that's being changed about the order of the broadcast. It's cut from here to there. Phil was on his computer at home uh, about 300 miles south of me here in California. I'm in my office, and we're watching it together. We're in a squeezed into our own little separate box with the center screen being the actual broadcast feed. And, I mean, he was just amazing. I mean, if, if he ever wants to get into broadcasting, which and I, I don't know that he ever would, um, but he would be absolutely tremendous. And then on Sunday, uh, I, I, I think you were going to go there, yes. uh, Tony, so I don't mean that. No, no, I'll let uh, you do it because you did this. Role. It's brilliant. You, you're yeah. the guy who did it, and that's what, that's what I'm looking forward to because we've seen it, and as great as Tiger's comeback was last year, to have you and Tiger do it again along with the broadcast. I'm something I'm looking forward to. I went in not really sure how much time they would want to devote to it, and then I realized pretty quickly these guys were committed to making this thing extra special. So we're talking over a couple of hours of taping uh, via Zoom. Now, the CBS Broadcast Center is closed. So this feed is being recorded. I can't even tell you where it's being recorded. But we had Andy Freeman, who is taking the Zoom feed. He is in North Carolina. Seller Shy, who will be actually stitching that show together, is in Memphis. Uh, Brian Kozowski is doing the Tiger Show, and he's out on Long Island. And you have all this different sourcing and and, and it's being edited in people's homes. And I'm having segments, by the way, as they get knocked off uh, and, and, and polished. Uh, they're, they're sending them to me down, down, down the link, and it's just amazing to look at how people get so creative a time like this without having all the benefits of technology and being in a broadcast center and editing bays and all that. We don't have that. But uh, let me get back to your point. Tiger comes on on Sunday, and it's a five-and-a-half-hour show. Comes on at twelve thirty Eastern, and we welcome Tiger um, really early into the broadcast. We get the show started just as we did a year ago when we came on at nine a.m. Remember, it was an early start last year because of impending weather. But we get we get Tiger involved, and uh, he comes in when play is at the sixth. Play comes through the ninth, down at Amen Corner at twelve, where the whole tournament went wild and crazy, and where four balls ended up in the water. Uh, out of the last two groupings, we've got Tiger on 16. We got Tiger coming off the 18th. I mean, it, it's an amazing thing to hear his insight on Sunday, Bill's insight on Saturday, and you'll see they they took a lot of time with this, and this is a real look into a deep, deep uh, brush through two magnificent Masters tournaments, two of the best of all time. Hey, Jim, uh, given that that win by Tiger last year, his fifth Masters, the first in 14 years, coming back from all he came back from, both emotionally and physically, where does that moment rank on your all-time sports moments? Well, Harry, I get asked this, uh, what's my favorite Masters of all time? But I could just take, forget Masters, so let's let go, because my, my world these days is, is thankfully the NFL college basketball as it has been all these years. But the scene a year ago Sunday on the 18th green when Tiger knocked it in and the family was waiting for him, and you 
couldn't help but recall 97 when his father and mother were there waiting for him to hug with his dad. <clears throat> Juxtapose that to 22 years later, and now Tiger's the father, and there is his son, and the intensity of the hug between them. I mean, it, it, it was really touching. It was emotional. He headed down to Butler Cabin, of course. Eventually, we played out the scene, and Nick and I, uh, I think, did the smart thing. We didn't say anything for a couple of minutes. Um, that would have been a terrible mistake trying to insert himself into that scene. Um, and it played out. He got down to the cabin. I asked him um, a year ago in Butler Cabin Ceremony um, what, what that moment meant when you were hold, hugging your family. And, you know, he, he answered it pretty stoically, to be honest. Well, this time around, here we are a year later, and I, I guess I chalk it up to being a little bit in shock at the moment, you know, and trying to, like, process it. If you're Tiger or you're anyone else that's just one of the Masters, it's all so close you can't really put it in the words. But even Tiger says it on this broadcast Sunday. He gets emotion. He says, I'm emotional right now talking about it. I could hear the crack in his voice. I'm not trying to say he was crying and bawling. It's not that. But you could definitely tell the emotion when I circle back and ask him now that he looks at that again a year later and all that interaction uh, with his family, with his mom, with his girlfriend, Erica, Samantha's daughter, Charlie, the son. Uh, it, it's about as much emotion as I've ever seen Tiger express, to be honest. Uh, and good for him for letting us in on how it really did, it, how it really did touch him. I can remember a year ago in the cabin, again, he, he played it pretty straight. You know, he, I, I was torn up watching it. I know a lot of viewers were. And, and some, some people said, ah, there was Nance trying to make Tiger cry. I'm not ever trying to make Tiger cry. I'm, I'm trying to live the moment. And, you know, I had to ask him about that scene with his family. I wasn't trying to make him cry. Never trying to make anybody be uncomfortable or take them to a point they don't want to be. But it was pretty rewarding and, uh, and fascinating at the same time to see Tiger a year later open up a little bit about that scene. Like we all, now, now he expressed it like we all did at the time when we were watching it. I mean, you guys, what did you think when you saw that? Oh, I, I was, I'm still, I'm, gonna, I'm crying I'm now. Crying now you're right making now. me cry, Jim. <laughs> you're making me cry again, and I'm going to watch it this weekend. And I got to tell you, I want to thank you so much because, you know, when you're doing a bunch of interviews in one day and, you know, don't do more than 10 minutes, you know, we could talk all day, and I really, really appreciate it uh, because we can tell how much you love doing this and how much it means to you. And so we really appreciate you coming on here and spending all this time with us, and I'm sure the audience enjoyed it as well. But, Jim, one last time. <laughs> there it is. There's that melody. Uh, it, it, maybe I'm just hearing things because, it's, as I said, it's always playing on a loop inside my mind. Is this for real, or am I just hearing it in my head? No, it's for real. The only thing we don't have is the birds, and we don't have the pimento sandwiches because I'm on a keto diet and I can't have pimento sandwiches. Can I tell you, I, I loved our visit. Um, you took me to a very good place. Um, it made me feel like I was uh, experiencing the Masters, being able to, to talk about it and hearing your love for it, your passion, both of you. Hear the music, the whole thing. Um, you gave me a nice Masters experience at this time, and these are the little tiny joys that we all need right now so i will say goodbye i can tell you're running to a break but uh, you guys take care of yourselves stay at home stay safe stay healthy and stay positive that's my message we will get through this and i look forward to when we do 
visiting with you guys again. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Jim Nance. Thank, Thank you, you really, really an honor and a privilege and a joy to have you on today. Thank you, bud. Great fun. Thank you, guys. All the best. And please uh, email us each of your, your homes. I'm going to send you a little a little bottle of our cap and see what you think. It's Sonoma produced. Can't oh. wait. Thank you, Jim. Okay? Thank you. Bud. Thanks, guys. All the best. There he you is. Bye-bye. Jim Nance, everybody. A tradition unlike any other. Taking us out of hibernation. And also a return to glory on the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Yeah, how much time will we have? Well, we're going to be back around 45, 46, somewhere in there, and then we can go all the way up to the 50. So are we doing two breaks or one break? Well, what do you want, what do you want to do? Whatever you need. What do you need me to do? Well, I think we do one at the end like we did and then get into the 5 o'clock hour. Clean? Yeah. Agreed. So just do a short. Two breaks the other day and it was choppy as shit. I thought. I thought so too. So if you're back at forty-five or forty-six, you're gonna go to you're gonna go to the same fifty-eight twenty. So we have time for just one phone call, probably. If somebody calls in, I'll open up the lines. Open those sons of bitches up. All right, you Twitch people. I'm opening up the lines in case you want to get in now. I'm getting ripped all over the Twitch board, though, which is an outrage. How are you getting ripped for a fantastic, fantastic interview? It wasn't even an interview. It was a conversation. It was a conversation. Philly Cheese says that Harry hasn't been this excited since 1938 Christmas morning with Lincoln I don't know Lodge. who Philly Cheese 2020 is, but... But he's having fun. He's, he's not like, like a vicious bastard. No. Like some people are. He is good-naturedly ribbing... Twitch people. You Oh, you... Two you people, it you was, Twitch people. It was a conversation it, unlike, unlike any, any other, other. <laughs> Fairweather Marvin. <laughs> Jason, 2000. We like the one break. Exactly right, man. Uh, Who's the one guy that ripped me here? Where is he here? I don't know. Call in. All right. Not using any of those, I could get some of those. I resisted those. What? What? I said there's an uptick in uh, direct, direct, like people reacting to them or airing them. Reacting to what? Direct response. We could take a bunch of direct response ads. Yeah. We don't get any money. We get paid. We get paid on the response. Oh. Yeah. But the show is. But those direct response commercials have the number five times. One uh-huh. For especially for the my pillow and stuff. Sky Low, this is the guy. Sky Low Flow Four says Nance with his sentimental BS thumbs down, and then he says Bruno yeah. loves to suck up. It wasn't sucking up to him. It was giving him love. It's a mutual admiration. The guy's a legend. It's not some schlep doing like public access TV on the weekends. Bill Mill Hill says, "When are you going to land a?" <laughs> 
to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. <laughs> oh, man. How many times have I said, Harry Mays, that I love the interaction with people? Whether uh, it's on the Twitter feed, at Tony Bruno Show, follow me, at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter. Instagram is at Tony Bruno Show 1. one. I need to... Hopefully, need, sometime I can get that back. We lost the Tony Bruno show. Some sons, of, you know why? Yeah. Stole it years ago. Really? Yeah. But they're not using it. They just stole it. Well, they they just took it, so they want you to pay them for it. No, no I'm not paying. They, no, this isn't like a web. This isn't like a webcam or web address. Like if you want to get TonyBrunoShow.com, right? I did. I finally got it. But I had to get TonyBrunoShow.com because somebody bought TonyBruno.com. Right. And but on Instagram, nobody's buying for Instagram names. Oh, sure they are. Yeah, they, they are. are. I'm not paying for it. Oh, yeah. So it's Tony Bruno one. The other Tony Bruno is no, a fake. Tony Bruno show one. Oh, Tony Bruno show one. Right. On Instagram, you only get one. But other than that, you're Tony Bruno show on everything except for the one. Although the good thing is, is when you do a search for Tony Bruno, your stills come up. So. Exactly. Meanwhile, we got other stuff going on here. Coming up in the next hour, Jay Wright's going to join us. Then we got some good, interesting updates here. Well, they're good, interesting, I don't know. They're interesting to me. Hopefully they're interesting to you. Did you see what's coming up on April 13th, next Monday night? Oh, wait a minute. We got Harry Donahue on the line. I see that. He just called Speaking in. Speaking of broadcast professionals and greats, Hall of Famer and Pennsylvania Temple Sports Hall of Fame, and, of course, uh, the Pennsylvania Sports Hall of Fame, longtime news anchor at KYW News Radio, the news center on your radio dial with news the minute you want it. Yeah, he just got his name added to the ring of uh, fame at the uh, Leacorus Center for exactly Temple. Exactly right. The great Harry Donahue. Harry, how are you, buddy? Tony, Harry, I'll tell you what, that was probably some of the most informational and touching radio I've heard in a long time with Jim Nance. That was outstanding, guys. No, I, you know, and you're, you know, you do a golf show, so you understand golf. I mean, you host a show on NBC Sports Philly. You've done a lot of golf stuff in your day. You play golf. And, you know, Jim Nance is a legend. When we get people like that to come on the show who we know, and, and you can hear that it wasn't, you know, fake. I mean, he's sitting there looking at, at, at Pebble Beach and realizing right. there's no golf right. anywhere. Let me tell you, I had the, uh, the chance. The, actually, the invitation to attend Jack Whitaker's memorial service. Uh, Jack passed away, of course, uh, last summer. They had a memorial service at Marion. And uh, Jim Nance delivered a... And he was Jack's hero. And um, Jack was his hero, I mean to say, and, and really a mentor. And to hear him today talk about the Masters, and of course the Masters meant so much to Jack Whitaker until he was removed from doing the television. Kind of brought everything together. And uh, Jim's a New Jersey native originally. I remember the first time I met Jim Nance. He was doing BYU football. They came in to play Temple hmm. with Robbie Bosco. This was back in the 80s. Wow. It was a, you know what was unusual about that, guys, that game? That game started at, like, nine o'clock at night because they were playing at the vet and uh, the Phillies had an afternoon baseball game and they transformed the field into a football field. And then after the game, they brought it back to baseball. So the Phillies could complete the series on Sunday afternoon. But Jim did the game back to Utah. I think he was working in Salt Lake and uh, covering BYU, BYU football. And I was doing Temple games at the time. It was quite an experience. 
the great Harry Donahue joining us, talking about golf and the Masters and no golf. Now, even like your golf shows and all the golf shows that are being produced, they're all shut down. You can show reruns. Although, you know, if somebody makes a good putt, you want to see that over and oh, over yeah. again. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, Harry's been on the show. Yeah. I've got to get you on the show, Tony. We've got to do it, maybe, from the wine cellar one day. Well, it's hard, to, it's hard to drive down here. I can putt down here, but I can't take a full backswing. I only have a 7-foot, 2-inch ceiling. Yeah. Can I park in the middle of Broad Street and walk over to... Uh, well, you know, the good thing is you can park anywhere now because they're not giving anybody any tickets. There you go. There you go. Except, hey, you guys, Harry, I sent you a text. I don't know if you got it. You're going to have Jay. Yeah, right Jay, on. yeah. Let's go about his first job after he got out of college in Bucknell. Coach. The Philadelphia the Stars. The Philadelphia Stars. Vince Papali and I did the uh, play-by-play, and, and Jay was, like, doing everything for Carl Peterson, who was the general manager and president. Jim Moore was the head coach. Yep. You talk about two great years, and Jay Wright could tell you about it because he was there. I didn't know Jay was, because I remember that team well. I still have a USFL autographed football from that Chuck Philadelphia. Ducina. Chuck yeah. Ducina yeah. was the quarterback from Penn State. The running Kelvin back. Bryant. Kelvin Bryant. Kelvin Bryant, former Washington Redskin, was North a running Carolina, back. North Carolina, he went to Bart college. Bart Oates, yeah. Yeah, right. former Giant Good. great, was on that team. A lot of Hall of Famers Sean, on that team. Sean Landetta was on that team. Punning, yep. yeah. It was great. It was great. Well, USJ, he'll remember it all. And then some. He was... He and Vince, I think, roomed together for a little bit. That was that's probably going to be a chapter in his book someday. <laughs> well, he's he's certainly a legendary guy and a Hall of Famer, no doubt about that. Just I like you are, Harry. Just All like right, you, Harry. Harry. Take care, thanks, right. Harry. There he is, the great Harry Donahue, ladies and gentlemen, voice of Temple University, football, basketball, basketball yeah. anything, golf, inside golf. Is the name of the I like TV to go game. outside golf, yeah. though. The inside game doesn't really do much for me, Harry. You know what I mean? That's all we got right now, though, Tony. You know, guys are playing. Guys are rigging up little uh, contraptions in their houses. Now, the outside, like the 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 ranges, they're not even open, no, right? I don't think so. Not you can around separate. here. You have a couple of you, you know you have a couple separations well, when yeah. you're in one of those little those stalls. They're yeah, like stalls. And people why don't are, you just that's alternate? Like 10 feet. They're at least six feet. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I know. I'm just saying. I guess. You know, they don't want people working there. They don't want you touching the ball. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. It's an outrage is what it is. I, it's I guess, an outrage. Yes. I guess it's just easier to shut everything down. Not for me, you know? man. I hate shutting it down. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Irv Eatman, who's a friend of the show. And oh, the, he was the, on the stars. Irv yeah. Eatman was on that team. Right. We go back and forth on Twitter. They won a couple of championships. Yeah, I've got the football somewhere. Yeah. Philadelphia Stars, USFL. Mm-hmm. They had some good players in they that did. league. Solid league. And Jim Moore was the head coach. How about that? And you don't remember Chuck Fusina at Penn State, do you? Yeah, I do. He was number 14, I believe. Didn't he have Gooman and Geis as his running backs? Late 70s? I, mean, I was never really a big Penn State fan back in the yeah. day. I mean, I remember you know, the Franco Harris and those guys. But I don't remember like every – I remember Gooman. He was a fullback, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. Mike Gooman. And then Gooman. they had the Suey brothers, right? Uh, weren't there a couple Sueys that were fullbacks for Penn State? Kind yep. of in a similar time frame. Exactly. That's good knowledge there, Harry. Dude. That's what we give you on the show. You're not getting this anywhere else. But coming up on Friday night now, what time are we going to here now, uh, Joe? The break? We're going to 58.20. All right, so we're, just, we we're, just, we're going we're gonna to sweep right through here for another seven minutes. And if you want to call in, we have open lines, too. 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. But, you know, I've been playing this a lot, and people say they're getting tired of it. What's that? But they really aren't, Harry. You're going to decide not, whether somebody's tired of something. It's not over it. yet. You know what's still around, Harry? I, 
Yes. Just when you thought it was safe to get away from the Tiger King, ladies and gentlemen, there's more. You wanted more? No, not on Netflix. Well, this uh, he's now become political. You know you know that, right? Well, he ran for president and he ran well, for governor. No, no, no. 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 We got this something is, else from yesterday. A, from yesterday. Well, let me give yeah, you well, the first update first. Okay. This is the breaking news. Right. I don't yesterday's yesterday. Monday night on Fox, April 13th at 9 o'clock. Set your DVRs. So it's network TV. This yeah, is this not is Netflix on Fox. This is okay. not Netflix. Okay. No. On Fox. Monday night. Not Monday night football. TMZ investigates Tiger King. What really went down? I wonder if they're really? bringing, since it's on Fox, they're bringing Geraldo Rivera to go into Possibly. the cell to go see if he can find no, the Tiger King. what he needs to do is he needs to go to Carol, what's her face's property? Carol Baskin. Baskin's, Baskin's yeah. property and find Tampa. the body yeah. of her ex. <laughs> not ex. That her body daddy. was eaten by tigers. You're not going to find that body. How do you know it was eaten by tigers? It's isn't it in the in the uh, storm drain in the sewer? She ground it up. Did you remember what you're showing? Like the, oh, the, 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 how they the ground the meat. How they grind meat. Oh. I mean, they, we gotta wait till Monday night. We gotta wait now because there was a tiger queen. queen uh, I didn't see it because I don't watch the coronavirus things anymore. I'm bored like everybody else. But yesterday at the five o'clock press conference, yeah, I was watching it with the president and yeah. everybody else. A question came up. Not about uh, the not about the coronavirus. No, from like no. a real reporter. Yeah, too. this was on. Yeah. So C-SPAN, uh, and this was. I don't know what the reporter's name is. No, I don't know either. Nobody knows. I've seen him at every one of these briefings. But yeah, this, the White House press corps. Yeah, he's there all the time. This was but the big this question. This is the question. Uh, Clay Travis retweeted it. Give him credit for posting this. this well, he stole the feed off no, C-SPAN. We don't have to give it. him credit. Why am I giving Clay yeah, Travis? Stop. I gave him a trophy last year, and he doesn't even follow me on Twitter. Oh, okay. Screw, Screw you, Clay it. Travis. Screw him, Screw him then. Yeah. See, if I, see if I give but you any more trophies. So one of the biggest rating hits um, of the coronavirus, aside from these briefings, has been a show on Netflix called uh, Tiger King. Yeah. And uh, the man who's the star of this is a former zoo owner who's serving a 22-year prison sentence. Uh, he's asking you for a pardon, saying he was unfairly convicted. Um, your son yesterday jokingly said that uh, you know he was going to advocate for it, and I was wondering if you've seen the show and if you have any thoughts on uh, pardoning uh, Joe. Exotic. Which son? It must be Don. I had a feeling it was Don. Is that what he said? <laughs> I don't know. I know nothing about it. He has 22 years for what? What did he do? He allegedly hired someone to murder an animal rights activist, but he said that he didn't do that. And he was. You think he didn't do it? Are you on his side? Uh, well, I, are you are you recommending sides, a pardon? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, I'm not advocating anything. As a reporter, you're not allowed to do that. You'd be criticized by these. Would you recommend a pardon? I'm not weighing in on time. I don't paper. think you would. I don't think you would. Go ahead. Do you have a question? Like I'll take a look. Is that Joe Exotic? That's Joe Exotic. Oh, my gosh. That is surreal, isn't it? The president of the United States, amidst the pandemic, is being asked by Joe Exotic about Joe Exotic. Somebody did a Photoshop of Trump's face with Zoe. It's a great. Yeah. It's absolutely it really is perfect. Oh, it is absolutely stead solid. I love how perfect. he called out his own son. He goes, it's Don? probably Don yeah. Jr., right? Yeah, Wait, it's Don. It, it was Don, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't oh, think it was Barron, although his young son Barron, who's like 12 now, yeah. I'm sure he was watching. I think Barron's even taller than him now. He's, he's yeah. That is good. That's why the media, that's why we love the, the White House press corps. <laughs> 
They, they were the real I journalists just out know there. If that was Jim Acosta that he asked, <laughs> no, that wasn't Jim front, Acosta. No, no, not the guy. Oh, the other front, guy. No, but the remember, he was saying, "Would you, oh. would you ask him?" A, yeah. yeah, for a part. They didn't have it on camera. No, but I'm wondering for that because he always I calls him so. out. No, I don't think he would have <laughs> asked Jim Acosta that question. No. Jim Acosta would have turned it into, the president actually asked me about Tiger King and what I think. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Oh, this is some good White House press conference uh, coverage here. We don't normally go political. This wasn't a political thing. It was like an actual question. I didn't even see it. Let's go to, uh, let's go to our man Jeff, better known as Play Action Real. Jeff, what's going on this afternoon, man? Hey, what up, Tony? Miss Robin, Harry, what up? What, what up, up? y'all? Hey, I just uh, want to call in. I'm so happy for you guys. Congratulations on the XM and, and uh, of course, Twitch. Beautiful. And, um, hey, I'm just real quick, I just got to let you know, I am essential. I'm working out here. We're working for golf courses, baby, so we're trying to keep them going in Arizona. There, so the golf so. courses are open in Arizona? Well, the maintenance guys uh, are allowed to be out there. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. You can't and let the grass die. All right, you now, can't. you're not at, like, Talking Stick where they – I love – you know Talking Stick? Have you played there? Oh, I've never yeah. played there, the but I The grass goes all the way up to the tree. There's no – like, there's not a little – not a – it's, like, right up to the tree, and it's perfectly manicured. Oh, like turf, almost like turf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never seen a golf course, especially in Arizona, where the grass goes right up, bam, right up against the tree. It's incredible, That's man. right. I am a turf nerd, so I am here. We got the fertilizers, we got the sprinklers, Beautiful, so that's man. why I'm working. But I just had to drop a, a fast call for you guys. Well, I be safe out there, man. For what? the diversion, man. Well, thank you, Appreciate and watch it. out for all the uh, coyotes, and watch out for all the uh, swamp lizards out there, yeah. and the uh, lot lizards, <laughs> and the Gila monsters. What course is he working? Yeah, what course? Uh, we we give everybody. We're Las Tendas. Uh, I mean, we're, we basically sell it to everybody. That's what oh, we're okay. doing. We're selling selling the irrigation. Beautiful, man. So, yeah, well, buddy. make sure to mark your spot so the next time I go out and play, I'll know where you were. <laughs> you know it, partner. <laughs> you guys have a great day. You Thanks. too, man. Thanks so much. Coming up in our 5 o'clock hour here in the East, it's happy hour. Mm-hmm. Do we have to pour something out today? No. no I don't mean to pour day. out, but pour something like a, little, a little libation. I'd wait till tomorrow. Yeah, let's wait till tomorrow because it's tomorrow. Friday. Good Friday. Lisa Good. Ann will be here. Lisa Ann, you want right. to talk about sacrificing. Oh, yeah. Exactly. John McMullen. That's coming up tomorrow, but coming up next at 5 o'clock hour. Stick around. Uh, we have, so this next segment, we still have a moment for calls. Short segment, we can take a couple calls, so the lines are still open, and then we go right into our last Interview. Last guess. Okay. Uh, he doesn't do Trulies, I'm sure. Those Truly Spike Seltzer waters. I know. Oh, no, that was garbage, too. Yeah. You know what I remember in high school the big thing was the Bartles and James. Yeah, yeah, wine coolers. Yeah. Wine coolers were a big deal. I was in college. Somebody posted this in Chicago. Guy's named Brett Craycraft. This is a sign in a Chicago pizza place. I got to find out the name of the place. I'm going to give him a plug. It's on your Twitter feed? Yeah, I said I would mention it on the show. So this is sitting in a pizza place in Chicago. It says, during the coronavirus outbreak, remember to remain at least 10 feet away from others. If you're wondering how far that is, 
Picture a Bears wide receiver, and then imagine when Trubisky actually throws the pass. The distance is about 10 feet. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Hey! Sorry, I didn't mean to start you. It is now officially 5 o'clock in the East, if you're listening live on Sirius XM, Dan Patrick Channel 211, Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Jay Wright, the Villanova coach, one of the great coaches in the country. He'll join us this hour. You know who we have coming up in the next week. Elisa Ann tomorrow, good buddy John McMullen will talk NFL. And then next week we're going to have the great Scott Farrell. Yes. He's going to pop on by Tuesday. Beautiful. Sid Rosenberg. Uh, he's on Monday. Zabin's coming Steve on. Steve Zabin, yeah. Beautiful, man. Yeah. It's going to be awesome, baby. And uh, the huge tweet of the day. You know, Jim Rome does the huge call of the day. Huge. Huge call of the day. This is the huge tweet of the day. And it comes from Chicago. And a gentleman named Brett Craycraft posted this. He actually posted it last night. Now, do you follow this guy? No, I just saw it because oh. everybody's uh, retweeting him and saying, can I use all the networks? Like, can I use that on our show? Can I use that on Bleacher Report? Can I use it here? So it's an actual pizza place. Mm-hmm. It's a place called Chipmunks. It's on Diversity and Pine Grove near Sheridan in Chicago. And he says, if you want to help them out, do a takeout order. And on there, you know, they have the, uh, the, the, the tablecloth right near the cash register. Yeah, the red and white the red, check. Red yeah. and white check tablecloth. And there's a sign there that says the following. During this corona outbreak, coronavirus outbreak, remember to remain at least 10 feet away from others. If you're wondering how far that is, picture a Bears wide receiver and then imagine when Trubisky actually throws the pass. That distance is about 10 feet. Wow. There you go. Oh, man. (laughs) That is a blast. Oh, an epic blast. Wow. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. You know, now you got uh, what Nick Foles there, too, now. I know. Well, Nick can throw the deep ball. Yeah, he can. Speaking of guys waiting around, wondering when action is going to be back. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, somewhere with his alpacas in the backyard, the man we know is the great Philly Godfather. What's going on over there, man? Man, just on lockdown. I'm over here at the bunker. We got the masks on the alpacas, on the shepherds. Everyone's wearing masks when we head out of town, uh, you know, on the street and... Uh, just, uh, just uh, bunkering down, Tony. Man, congratulations on the show, you and Harry, two best guys uh, on radio. Now you guys are on Sirius, and uh, it's huge. It's massive. Well, thank you, sir. Do you really have the mask on the alpacas? Because you know, a lot of people who don't know will think you're serious. No, I'm just joking. Okay, I just want to know. Yeah. We're out here on ten acres, so there's no one out here yeah. breathing on us. That's the way I like it. Well, now I know you got a lot of grass out there, and, you, and I know you know mowing the grass gives you something to do every once in a while. But when you mow the when you finish mowing all the grass, what are you doing? It's are you bored? Um, I start building a tennis court, fifty by fifty tennis court. I start framing it out. I got the concrete coming. I got my guys bringing the concrete. How many I'm yards? How many a, yards for a tennis court do you need to pour? Oh, I don't know. It's fifty by fifty. My concrete guy knows how to do the math on that because that's 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 some difficult math. That concrete math. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah. So yeah. now there's no action. I was talking about a bet yesterday where you can bet on, like, how many. There's, like, props, basically. Some guy dropped $4,000 at William Hill in New Jersey on will there be more than three quarterbacks taken in the first round. And I said, that's a more that, that's lock. That's a lock. So he's dropping four hundred, four grand to win 1000 Isn't that an easy bet? So you're not even looking at things like that right now? Not really. I mean, I mean, it's just. 
there's nothing going on. There's some ping pong action going on up there in Russia. Uh, the horse is shut down. Ping <laughs> pong. Yeah, Russian I mean, they ping were pong. <laughs> they really, William Hill is taking action on ping pong. <laughs> so uh, if you got that degenerate gene in you, man, start firing. I'm not. I'm just taking it easy. You know, I bet some futures I end up getting Tampa Bay at 50 to 1 before they announced Brady. So that was good. What uh, is it at now? I think it's down to 12 to 1. Wow. 50 you know, to 1 to 12. Yeah, it's down there. Uh, wow. They're going to keep loading up. So expect that team to be dangerous. The Eagles, surprisingly, are right behind them at 15 to 1. Hmm. Uh, Cowboys are at 19 to 1. Obviously, San Francisco, Kansas City's the favorite again. Uh, the Saints are right there also. I think they're at 9 to 1. But it's going to be an interesting year. Hopefully, we start on time and we start firing. Uh, because I ran out of Bailey's today, and I didn't realize I was drinking so much coffee. So, you know, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting a little cabin fever here. You ran out of berries. What kind of berries? Coffee? No, Bailey's. Oh, Bailey's. Bailey's, Bailey's. <laughs> coffee. You can yeah. buy. No, you can't buy booze in Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can go to Bay. Go over right, right near you there in Glassboro. A landmark uh, liquor is right there, right down the street from you. Well, I loaded up like a month and a half. Ago. I went out there to spend a couple times on liquor because I kind of thought this was coming. I went out and bought. 250 pounds of meat for my buddy from uh, down there at City View Pizza. A uh, bunch of cheeses. I mean, I, you got to have meats and cheeses. Yeah, Kenny Mann used to say that. Bring us finest your, your finest meats yeah. and cheeses. I spent a couple <laughs> dimes on liquor, and it's already gone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I spent like 20 cents on a shot the other night, but it was rot gut stuff. I had some Smirnoff left over, and I had to drink it. Got, so Philly, be Philly Godfather, I mean, it, it's not just gambling that he can – predict ahead of time he he was predicting all of this happening the lockdown he was telling us about the hydroxychloroquine yes like a, a month ago or more but that was fake news yeah. and it said doesn't work you know because i don't know about you if i got covid 19 and i was in a hospital and they said to me hey would you want to die or would you like to risk it on taking this drug that is working for some people as far as reducing the symptoms and making you feel better what would you do it's a no-brainer. Of course I mean, it's a no-brainer. It. It's crazy. People are trying to dismiss this. It's been working. Lots of doctors have gone on TV. I saw Dr. Oz today saying, obviously, you got to give it to the patient. I mean, And the people just, who are like against it. this stuff are saying, well, what, what, what do you got to lose? You could die. Well, you no, could you die gonna... either way. <laughs> I heard if you get put on a ventilator in a hospital, it's like one in five. Like you survive. Well, you, are there odds on that? Can no, you I'm bet just on saying, that? No. That's what they. That's what they were saying. That, I mean, that's really horrible. Now there is horse racing going on, though, Philly Godfather. Because I, as, again, I'm flipping around at night after watching that Geo and Science Channel. I saw a TVG was on, so there's still tracks running. And then, of course, last night I always go to that one channel, India. In India, they still have cricket live. And guess what the name of one of the two teams were that was playing cricket last night, Harry. Uh, I have no idea. The Mumbai Indians. Yes, Mumbai. that's the what Mumbai they were. Mumbai Indians. Indians. Now, do they have a mascot? No, but you, you just get it. Well, They're they, Indian. I know, I know. It's so you know, Luigi, if you were here, would say <laughs> he would say the dot, the dot, not the arrows. <laughs> so the actual Indians, people in India, are calling themselves the Indians, right? Well, they don't have a chief Wahoo, though, that's as a logo. Yeah, they don't I'm have saying. that, so they're okay. <laughs> well, they're, they're not worried about being politically correct. No, they're not. No, they're just worried about the secret cows, and they're not butchering any of those, <laughs> even though I'm getting hungry for a good steak right or about chief now. Chief Nakatoma. Was, was no, that... Chief Nakahoma. Nakahoma. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful, man. <laughs> well, Philly Godfather, you be safe over there, man. I need action, and I need it soon. Well, we're ready to fight. Just let me know. Well, All right, man. Wait, I have to say one more thing. I am so glad to hear you sounding a little bit better than the last time we talked. You were down, man. I was worried about you. Well, I 
don't get scared, I get prepared. And I was trying to get everything ready because you don't know how long this is going to go. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't have nothing to read about when it came to sports. So we started reading about this, about the COVID-19, about everything. We started setting timelines. We started looking at conspiracy theories. And the problem was everybody was lying. You don't know who to believe because this has never happened before. So all of a sudden we got all these experts about something that's never happened before. So we had to do our own research. Yeah, that's what we always do. And I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I just listen to these so-called experts, and they've been wrong every day anyway. So you just be safe, and you just hope that you don't get it. And if you do, and you have an opportunity to get this, uh, by the way, a drug that's been around for 60 years, and doctors will prescribe it for you if you're in that situation, I would do it unless you want to just take a chance and say, no, nah, don't go without it. I'll die. It's ridiculous, yeah, you gotta man. Take it. you got to take it. Right, By the way, West right. Oaklawn Park, the seventh the seventh race is about to go off. Bet on the one for Exacta. That's Dean in Clearwater who bets on everything. He sits wow. there with TVG on every day. Uh, I'm going to co- try and confer with Harry the Horse. I'll let you guys know. Harry the Horse. Him. All right, beautiful. There he is. Like Philly right, Godfather. Man. I'm at Philly Godfather. And then go to phillygodfather.com, the great Philly Godfather. Now, I got Adam Schefter's tweet that he was waiting for confirmation on. We have it now? Well, he put it out 57 minutes ago, so shortly after he got off the phone with us. Why didn't we get the breaking news? Who's not monitoring this stuff? Well, I I retweeted it a while ago, but we had uh, Jim Nance on. Schefter tweets, speaking to people in and around college football this week, there is a strong conviction there will be college football this season. Uncertainty about when multiple scenarios being debated, but they sound certain there still will be college football this season. You know who's going to be happy about that? Well, everybody who loves college Paul football. Paul Feinbaum. And, of course, Tim Brando. Timmy Brando, who we're going to get on the show, <laughs> right. too. Better. Now, by the way, the um, NFL just had to come out about five minutes ago saying that the news about Colin Kaepernick being signed by the New York Jets is false. So and, even they got had yes. to get sucked into the fake sports yes. center tweet. And then um, 11 Alive Sports says a Colin Kaepernick signing is from a parody account. ESPN has better graphics department than that. Exactly. <laughs> I, would, I would hope so, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go back to the phone. Let's go to Brian in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, where life is a lark at Willow Grove Park. Brian, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going, Tony? You're too young for that, although the mall there is called Willow Grove Park, and yes. they actually have, they ha- they actually have uh, people from uh, – they actually have the – the uh, roller, not the roller coaster, the carousel rides right. in the middle of the mall, the actual horses from the amusement park that used to be on that property okay. back in the day. Go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. Where is he? I heard him. And now he's not. Are you there, Brian? He was there. He was there. And he disappeared. He just disappeared. Wow. Just like that. Just, I was mentioning, we were talking about gambling. Indiana, you know, they recently got sports betting there. Mm-hmm. And they're saying now that the month of March, which is over, they lost out on $125 million of action. Wow. Not lost money. And they were hoping for their first $200 million month in bets there because there was no NCAA tournament, there was no NBA, no baseball, mm-hmm. no hockey. And so obviously a big month for the casinos who were taking action with very little action to take. Is he back there now, Brian? Oh, so- sorry, Brian, I don't know what happened, man. Appreciate you hanging in. That technical Technical difficulties, believe me, of all people, I understand. <laughs> What's going on today, man? Ah, not much. Just uh, working my brains out. But, uh, yeah, I miss you. Uh, I miss you and Harry. 
Where are you going to put the sectional in the uh, in the room down there? Well, we have not a sectional, but we do have a very nice, <laughs> leather, a nice leather couch it's a, here. It's a leather sofa bed, and yeah. it's, it's it's high end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got a four inch mattress in there. Is that like a natootsie? Leather? No, I don't know what it is. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it's Quality a. Um, What's the big company? Now? Oh, the big company, the Serta. Serta. Oh, it's, it's got a Serta mattress a sleeper. Serta memory foam. No, sleeper. that baby will sleep three comfortably. Yeah. It's the only sofa. <laughs> three. <sleeper. laughs> It's the only sleeper sofa. Trust me, I tried it out. Yeah, yeah, it works. It's the only sleeper sofa that's actually ever comfortable. It doesn't have that middle bar. You know when you have a sleeper? Oh, yeah. It's got that metal bar when you lay on somebody's Mm -hmm. house and they don't have any room. You wake up the next day and you're back. No, this thing is legit. They finally figured out, hey, let's not put the metal bar right in the middle of somebody's back. Let's put it down lower underneath your your. Shins. This is as close as a sectional that will fit. Although we have a sectional upstairs, you do. though. Yeah, you do. We do have yeah. a sectional from My Bob's no, Discount no. Furniture, the official furniture of the Tony Bruno <laughs> Show. MyBob's.com. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. No, I'm, fam- I'm familiar with their place. I've, uh, I was there when you were building it. So. Wait a minute. Brian was here when we were building? Yeah, I, I was your IT guy. Oh, that's the Brian. I didn't oh, realize it was the same Brian. Brian. Oh, this Brian. He's disappeared from the face of the earth. I thought you left the country or something. <laughs> you had to go undercover. Working like crazy. Gee, what are you doing? Are you making sure people aren't getting hacked like the NFL's not? Or are you actually hacking people from deep within <laughs> your, uh, your whatever it is you have there? No, I'm doing uh, some IT security stuff. And uh, I'm doing, like right now, it's all VPNs and helping people work remotely from their homes and setting up people for uh, Zoom calls out of their house and stuff. So been doing a lot of that stuff. Well, be safe up there, man. I didn't realize that you used uh, it at the beginning. I didn't recognize your voice because I haven't talked in so long. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's mostly my fault. I, I, need, I owe uh, Luigi a call, too. I haven't talked to him in a while. Well, call him because he's waiting for you to call. And we were thank- for me to call him. And we thank you for the call, man. Appreciate appreciate talking right. to you, man. Hope we'll see you soon when, right. we, when we're allowed to see yep. you again. When will I see you again? As the three That's degrees. A song. As the three yeah. degrees, I believe, say. Coming up, Jay Wright is all right. Not Nick Wright. Jay Wright. Right here. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays on Sirius XM two eleven. I have some breaking uh, fan news, Tony Bruno. What happened? Mike Vick's smoothie, a.k.a. Tebow's pretzel, a.k.a. Footlong Foles. Yeah, oh, he is all, all the same guy? All the same guy. Uh, positive breaking news. We had a baby girl last week, Daisy Grace Hoffman. No way. Yeah, here's a picture of her. She is long. Wow, Look. it's not the length. Mike Vick's smoothie. He's very active, or he was. I'm sure he's he'll be active again. What's his real name? Oh, he, I, I yeah, only, he name, I right? only know him as Mike Vick Smoothie. Actually, to tell you the truth. Now, what was the other one? Footlong Falls is another one. Now that that one's still active, I think. I don't think I've ever. Well, look at the storm damage in Berks County here. Some pictures. Yeah, they've had some bad ones today. Wow. Is he calling Jay, or is he calling? Uh, oh, you did? Okay. Oh, look, there's a read is water I signed down. Actually, uh, I don't give it to me right now because we're going to be. what street that is. No, that's Redding. It's Berks County. It's got to be Redding. 
We didn't get any of that. It was supposed to be on around till 7 o'clock. I have these two numbers for Coach. Don't say it out loud. Which one is the one that? Oh. Is he oh, calling is it, us? Didn't, weren't you texting him? No, I emailed you. Oh, 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 oh. I have his number in my phone. Yeah, and I texted him. I had never. I didn't hear no, back from him, so that. I don't. Well, I've never had to do that before. <laughs> Mike Sheridan. Well, New York State now has more confirmed coronavirus cases than any other country in the world outside wow. of the United States. Wow. Oh, our our lawyer. Dan Lust, who's, by the way, have you heard Dan Lust on with us before? Yeah, Harry used to have him on with Aton, right? Oh, okay. Right? Oh, okay. He's awesome. Um, he, interesting. He has a couple of interesting uh, angles within the law regarding the shutdown and NBA's deadline and litigation risk. I'll get him on next week, maybe. <clears throat> uh, can you just turn on, just turn programming back on for now? Oh, just just go ahead because we don't really have much to talk about. So just go ahead and press back on. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Some of our friends on Twitter, the great Brenda Marie, Brendy85, up there in, uh, in the Reading area, Berks County, sending some pictures of downed trees and downed telephone poles of the weather that's been coming through in this area of the northeastern United States and Pennsylvania vicinity. We've got clouds. It's not as bad as it was earlier. We it's very windy. Any. It's windy. Yeah. But it, look, I see some blue skies, but they have a thunderstorm warning yes. through a lot of and the area. Earlier, when we first started the show, we just had a really bad batch of wind coming through, yep. and the video feed was kind of funky on Twitch. Found out that Amazon was the one that actually had the issues. Amazon and had our issues? fabulous, yeah, Brian, who just called in, our old IT guy, he was the one that informed him that Amazon was down all over the place. Wow, that's going to be a tragedy for Robin if we don't get two or three packages well, delivered today. Yeah, imagine if that all happens during the NFL draft, where things go down, where things go they down, go down yeah. hard. Yeah, it would be a travesty. Now Jay's going to join us here in a couple of minutes, right? Is he calling us or are he's we calling, calling Jay? Us. Right? Okay, so yeah, Jay Wright, Villanova us. coach, will join us. Uh, I mentioned uh, the big tiger thing on Monday. You going to watch that, Harry? What the uh, Fox thing? It's on... really a TMZ show. Okay, they're um, outsourcing to TMZ for their shows on Fox, which usually really? on on Monday nights at nine o'clock. I on mean, Fox. what is this? Probably the stuff that didn't make the other yeah, seven this is episodes. The, this is it's stuff just that like did not air. Room floor stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know. Man. I think it's the guy who smokes like a, a carton of cigarettes during the show. You notice? 
He's like the agent guy that they hired to be his PR guy to put together a reality show. Oh, yeah, he did the TV show. Yeah, the yeah. guy was famous. He and used to bring animals the, on all the big TV. And he, always had the, he had the hat on, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and he kept smoking. He was like the smoking man yeah. from the original X-Files. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He actually yeah. kind of looked like him, yeah, too, now you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good X-File knowledge right there. Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably watch it. You have to. You, I mean, what is it, an DVR? hour? It's an hour show, yeah. I guess. Is Harvey, uh, who's going to host it if it's a TMZ show? Harvey Levin, is he going to host? Maybe. Or maybe one of those, uh, you know, younger guys that he Guys that sit around and they don't can't do it. Even they have to do it remotely. Harvey now. Levin oh, sure. has done some really great specials, though, doing No, he's a, he's a yeah. lawyer. He was, you know, he was on the People's Court. Yeah. When I lived really? in L.A., he would set up outside on the 3rd Street Promenade in Santa Monica at a corner doing all those interviews that you would see between the People's Court. And he, they would show the actual episode to people. They were like screening, hey, you want to be on the people's court? And you'd stand there, and then they'd show you the trial on right. tape, and then they'd go to Harvey for the reaction mm-hmm. from the people on the street. Do you think that person's guilty? And that's what he did. And, and he, the guy is a genius, man. Yeah, he did yeah. everything. I think he was, what was it called? Oh, ob- Objectified? Is that what it was? Yeah, he, he did, did some, Yeah, he, yeah, he did, did a couple specials. Uh, objectified. And I was... A little skeptical at first because of the TMZ formatting, and I was like, oh, I mean, he's sort of off the cuff. But his interview specials were really good. The thing I got to give him credit for is they break sports stories. Oh, yeah, they I really mean, do. they really do. You're absolutely I mean, right. they scoop some of the best sports reporters and, you know, yeah. investigators or whatever around the country. They get all the good stuff. And in the beginning, people mocked them, you know. I know. And we know it's for three-mile zone. Mm-hmm. So TMZ means three-mile zone around Hollywood. Right. And that's where they – and the people who work for them were just people with cell phones. Is it three or 30? No, I think it's three-mile – I think it started out as maybe Three Mile Island. I, mean, I don't know if it was 30. It was three because but everything happened yeah. in Hollywood. It was Hollywood-based. Kind of that radius, yeah. Exactly. And so people with phones at 30. the airport. It was at 30 miles. 30 miles on. Okay. See, my, my, uh, my geography is bad. But anyway, people would be at – we'd see it all the time at LAX. Right. Robin and I would fly in, and then, you know, we'd see Ice Cube there, and there'd right. be always somebody with a phone. Like John Clark would be there. Yeah, yeah. except, yeah, except these were – right, they weren't yeah. actual reporters. These were just regular people with phones, and they'd go up and ask uh, – one time somebody asked me a question. They yeah. recognized me in the airport. Yeah? Were you like, on TV? I have nothing to say. Did they film you? I pulled the coat over my eyes oh, like yeah. the mob guys did, and I walked out of the airport into my waiting car, <laughs> and I got the hell out of there. But no, anyway, but they do a great job. And the TMZ Sports Department, because a lot of people will feed them stuff. You know what I mean? It's like having sources like Adam Schefter and Woj right. and all those guys who are great. Well, a lot of those people are like valets and like the people mm-hmm. that work in restaurants, exactly. you know, bartenders, waiters, exactly. and so or forth. or the uh, security guys that yeah. like happen to see something on the elevator that happens and says, you know what, this is worth more selling this video than staying at the job. Or for example, the Ray Rice video in the hotel. Yeah, it was somebody that worked there in security who saw that footage of Ray Rice in the elevator mm-hmm. a few years ago. And then gave that to TMZ. Exactly. Right. But you didn't mention the Ray Rice in particular. So that's why I was giving you a specific. No, you're right. I mean, that's who they get the information from. Some security guard making $15 an hour says, hey, I got this tape here. Right. What am I going to do with it? Should I trade it in for what's behind door number two? Or should I sit here and say, ah, now you could disagree with it or not, but they get it done here. And you're absolutely right. Meanwhile, I have breaking news from Connecticut. This is legitimate breaking news. Non-essential businesses in Connecticut, like bars and dine-in restaurants, will not reopen before May 20th now. What? The governor of Connecticut has just announced bars, dine-in restaurants shut down until May 20th, according to the governor, Ned Lamont. So that's that's an extra three weeks. Exactly. Wow. 
Because, yeah. uh, you know, mostly everybody shut down basically until the end of April. Right. And now there are other states individually. We talked about New Jersey earlier. And now Ned Lamont says, and you know, you know that's right before Memorial Day mm. weekend. You think he thought and said, okay, I don't want to make it go all the way through Memorial right, Day. Right. How about let's take it up to May 20th? That's very wow. interesting. Meanwhile, May 20th is a Wednesday. You know, this will be really interesting to see because we have one uh, control group, as they say in uh, scientific studies. Sweden is not adhering to any lockdown whatsoever. They're not doing nothing. Right. They're allowing every business to stay open. People are not being warned to do anything mm-hmm. at all. And uh, people, scientists are predicting that they are going to just have a huge surge all of a sudden. Really? But it'll be interesting to see what happens afterwards, how much of a difference in the long run it makes for Sweden, who's not doing anything, and then the various degrees throughout the world, each country something slightly different as to how it affects in the in the end run. Yeah, May 25th is Memorial yeah, Day. Yeah, so that's so. the Wednesday going into Memorial Day weekend Correct. in Connecticut. So yeah. May 20th, according to the governor, everything's shut down wow. at bars and, and I restaurants. Wonder, I wonder if they do that here. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that's why we wait. I mean, every day something new happens, and people are like, I need answers now. I need to know. You don't know because this is changing every day. That's the thing that bugs me the most about it. The media overreacts, and then people overreact, and I know more than you do, and I'm an expert, and I'm not a doctor, but let me tell you, I know this. Nobody knows. So I just wait for the data to come in, and that's what they do for all these models. They've been way wrong on these things, Harry. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not even just like close. No, I know. I mean way off. On, on, the, on the fatality estimates. And on how many yeah. hospital beds they were going to need, how many hospital rooms. And they've been way, way overboard. I'd rather go overboard. I said this yesterday. I'd rather them tell us the worst-case scenario so when it's not as bad, we don't feel as bad, rather than low-balling it, and then it becomes really catastrophic, and people are saying, why did they lie about it? Well, that's the way we are here. Yeah. You know, like, we want the bad news first. Like you say, I got good news and I got bad news. <laughs> yes. It's like, give me the bad yeah. news first. Yep. Or let's overestimate, like, the worst-case scenario. Well, that's, isn't that what uh, the weather men do, or whether men and women do all the time. Yeah, but they're using com- they're using computers. They don't they make up models the models too. They have, but they always, always. I always wait for the European models. Right, I, right. I said that yesterday yeah. too. They, they always got the weather go overboard mo- though. No, they don't. They were yeah. relying on the, see the, the difference between weather and, and viruses. You don't, you can't see the virus. You can see with satellite imagery. You mm-hmm. can see storm systems coming in. But you they can always see the low pressure. Like you, they, they, and they did, and then. Are you this, ripping weather people now? Yeah, because you think Sheena Parveen's ever going to call into the show again? <laughs> Sheena Parveen's doing weather in San Diego. I know. I yeah. mean, the easiest job on ever. earth. But uh, schools immediately <laughs> closed down based upon the predictions that the weather. Yeah, the snow gives, uh, they, fall. They, and... they close all the schools. Everything gets shut down, and then when nothing happens, people get annoyed at them. People yeah. get annoyed at everything. That's why they listen to the show because there's a calm here. Even Jim Nance, you heard it earlier today. Oh, we put him. How did he? phrase that at the end i forget but it was really touching yeah i was almost i was almost crying yeah. i'm serious because people thought he would that's an act we put him in a good place, in a good yes. place. Something, i think he isn't said. that a show that you watch on cbs the good place yeah the, ha- yeah, the good <laughs> the happy place the good place the good no wife idea. i don't know what these shows. i don't watch any of these stupid shows no. <laughs> speaking of great shows on cbs what's the great show on cbs with our good friend david boreanaz I'm it's sorry. a military show. Oh, uh, uh, Navy SEALs. No, it's not Navy no. SEALs. Or it's just called SEALs. SEAL Team. SEAL Team. SEAL Team. Thank you. SEAL Team. It's about Navy SEALs, yeah. but yes. it's called SEAL Team. How about yeah. David Boreanaz? He goes from 
show to show, and every single one of them is a hit. Right. right? First of all, was ain't no, was Buffy, right? The and then Angel, Slayer. and then he became it was Angel was a as was a, a character on Buffy, and then he got his own show called Angel about Angel. And then he got Bones, which ran forever. Yeah, that was I, that was really. And good. then as soon as Bones ended, he got this SEAL Team show. Now I think it's in its third yeah. season. Man, the guy it's is because just, he's fantastic. He is. He's a great guy. We're going to get him on in the future. And he's a huge Flyers fan. Yes, you know he when he wore yeah, in one of the episodes cool. of SEAL Team. He wore one of those Oscar Strong shirts. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because he's a big Flyer fan. Even though he's from Buffalo and lives in L.A., right. he became a big Flyer fan because his dad. Well, when he yeah he, he grew up here, here in Philadelphia time, yeah. when his dad Dave Roberts was the weatherman here at Channel Six in Philly. And of course, Oscar Lindblom uh, fighting battling cancer right now. Yes, mm. and, and there's tribute the shirts for him, and he yeah. wore it on Seal Team on one of the episodes. That's cool stuff. Meanwhile, we're waiting for Jay Wright to join 5:30 us. Five thirty, so two minutes away. In, so. You've given the two-minute warning has now been given to all the uh, stations down the line here <laughs> on the SiriusXM radio network on SiriusXM two eleven on Twitch. Twitch stream is active. No, Oscar Strong was a seventies porn star name. I did not know. I think somebody's making that up. Yeah, I'm sure. Come on, come on, man. Come on, man. Let's see what else? Yeah, we have the Tito's here. We haven't opened it up. We're going to do it tomorrow. No, we opened that. No, we, we opened it last week. No, I mean, we're not pouring it today. Oh, or, or no, we opened it on uh, yeah, was that? Monday. Monday. That was Monday. It was I, our celebratory kickoff. Jack in the back sent right. that in with Ruth's over there in New Jersey, and we did it to celebrate the first show. So we'll do it to fe- celebrate the end of our first week tomorrow. Right. Because that's no carbs. So I can drink vodka, right. but I can't put cranberry in it. So I'm going to have to go straight vodka on the rocks. Or is there anything I can put in there that has no carbs? Well, uh, club soda. Yeah, you can do club soda. Well, can't do right. tonic. No, I can't do tonic yeah. water, but I can do club yeah, soda. Yeah, that's why I do club, because yeah. it's no sugar. Did you know that tonic has more sugar than any other soda? It's like triple. No, I didn't know that, but uh, club soda is fine. And I'm going to bring you guys a bunch of keto uh, baking and, and cooking supplies. Oh, you have that supplies? I've got a bunch, oh, a, a ton of it. Because you did it. Because we did baking. it, and we didn't, we didn't use it all because it didn't work for us. Well, it's so working we at 15. I, got, I'm, I'm t- I get to 15 pounds, and then I can't get over that hump. Yeah. I can't get below 205. And I went from 200 to 220 to 205. 220 yeah. to 205, and then I can't get down below that for some reason. Well, I was stuck on one for two weeks, and you kept losing weight, and then I finally got over that hump. You just got to wait. You're All too right. impatient. Impatient? No, I'm not. I'll tell you a guy who's really patient, and now more than ever, is Jay Wright. The head basketball coach at Villanova University. What is this now? Nineteen years as a coach. Is that how long it's been, Jay? Yeah, man. How are you, Tony? Nineteen years at Villanova. Wow, that's almost as long as I've been in radio. Actually, it's actually not. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, because no, the no. first time I met Jay Wright, you know what he said to me? I used to listen to you on WFIL radio when I was a kid. Oh man, <laughs> WFIL fifty-six. 56 a.m., man. <laughs> I definitely did. And you know what? I keep getting older now, and you stay the same age, Jay. I mean, no you, way, man. Oh, man, you look still phenomenal. Still, nobody, does, nobody does Friday night high school football like you, though, buddy. No. Back in the day, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Harry Mays here with us, Tony Bruno and Jay Wright. We're talking. And obviously, you know, I've read the quotes, and you're in the same situation as the rest of us. You can't go out and recruit. And, you know, and you, and you made the quote I saw the other day. You know, everybody's acting like what's, it is a big deal. So you're not taking this as, oh, my God, I can't do my job. What am I going to do? No, I mean, you know, uh, you know, we're all nuts. 
you guys, you and Harry, are crazy. We we're sports all the time, and you know we're basketball all the time. It's it's um, something I talk to our guys about all the time. Like when we're at you know Christmas night, you know we're in the in the gym practicing or New Year's Eve or something, and I tell our guys, you know, if if your family or your girlfriend or someone's telling you you're crazy, what are you doing in there on Christmas night? They're right. Like we're the we're the crazy ones. They they are normal. They are right. I said, we always have to keep that in perspective. And this is one of those times, like, I mean, we're all, you know, going crazy because we missed March Madness and everything. But in the big scheme of things, you know, tough luck, man. Too bad for us. There's, there's people dying. This is this is way more serious than our March Madness. Talking to Jay Wright, I know one of your players who just got the Dr. J Award for the best small forward in the, in the league, Sadiq Bay. It's his birthday today, by the way. And now he's, you know, he's in the same boat here. He can't go out and work out for anybody. How much is this hurting him? I know, again, taking all the things aside, for a young man like him who's going to go into the draft and obviously be drafted, how much does this hurt him not being able to go and work out for teams, or will it hurt him at all? You know, it's going to be really interesting, Tony. Like a, a lot of situations we're all going to be in here um, that are going to be unusual, um, he and Jeremiah Robinson Earl, you know, Sadiq is a sophomore, and and now he, you know, he, he wins uh, the, the national small college, the national uh, small forward of the year, national player of the year at the small forward position, which is the Julius Irving Award. He wins that, so you, you think he'd, he'd be pr- positioned pretty well for the draft, and um, that draft now might not happen until august or september Mm. and you know we'll be back you know we'll be back in summer school in june what you know whether we're on campus or online um we're still going to be taking classes and he he still will not you know know where he is in the draft and um the ncaa rule is that you have to decide by june 3rd whether you're going to come back or not now the NBA hasn't said when their draft is going to be, so I'm assuming when the NBA does come up with their plan, the NCAA is going to have to adjust and give these guys a lot longer, you know, to make their decision. They they might have to tell these guys you have until August to decide whether you're going to be in the draft. So we have two: Sadiq and Jeremiah Robinson are both in that situation. So it's you know it's just it's really fluid like everything else that we're going through right now hey jay uh what are the rules right now with you know contact or you know communication with your current players and how has this affected also your your recruiting yeah so everything's changed man yeah. uh, uh so recruiting we are the ncaa has established a dead period until the end of this month which means the only thing we could do is communicate with recruits, um, you know, via phone, text, FaceTime, Zoom, something like that. Um, we, they cannot come to our campus. We cannot go out to see them play or go out and visit them. So that, that's what a dead period is, and, and we have that until the end of the month. Um, you know, which you know affects those guys a lot because this is a time – especially with the real high-level players, in the spring before their, before their senior year, they usually take visits and 
have a pretty good idea where they're going to look, and, and, and then we have a pretty good idea who we're looking at, and they go out and play in the summer, um, which, again, we don't know if we're going to be able to do that. And usually a lot of the, the top players are ready to make their decisions by the end of August, but that's going to change again, too. And as far as our guys, we're doing the same thing. You know, we just had a, a Zoom meeting, team meeting yesterday, and, um, you know, we're, we're communicating with them and giving them workouts and everything, but they have to be on, on their own. They can't come back to campus, and, and we can't go out to see them. Now we're also seeing, Jay, that a lot of players are now in this period where they're able to, to transfer or move. Oh, the transfer portal. The transfer it's exploded. Portal. It yeah, has exploded. Yeah. How is that affecting you? And is this something you were aware of and something you were concerned about? Because obviously you don't lose many kids in the transfer portal at Villanova. How is that going to affect coming into next season for these kids? You know what, Tony, the, the transfer issue, I think, is one of the biggest issues facing um, college basketball um, and college football. Um, now, other people would argue that the um, name, image, and likeness issue is the biggest. I, I, don't, I don't think so. The, the number of transfers is, is just getting... Um, really disruptive, I think, college basketball in, in particular. Um, just, you know, guys just, I mean, it's just crazy. Even, you know, Ivy League teams are losing guys after their fourth year because they're not, they're not allowed to play a fifth year at, at, at um, an Ivy League school, and, 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 and teams are recruiting players off of other teams. And now, with this period where at least – guys are on campus at this time so if other teams are recruiting guys off your campus at least you're there with them and you can at least talk with them uh now those guys are home and everybody's recruiting everybody it's it, it's really the wild wild west right now we, fortunately we we haven't lost anybody in, in that sense um a number of guys have contacted us that that want to transfer we, we are looking at a couple guys um, it's not really something I like a lot, but if we find a particularly unique guy like um, like Eric Pascal, you know, his, his coach got fired. You know, right. so Fordham. he stuck at school without his coach, and his coach happened to be my best friend, and, and and that helped. But usually, we don't get that involved with it. But you know, more and more, there's so many good kids, and and then we try to we try to talk him into going back first, you know, mm-hmm. and and then. When we realize they're not going to do it, we see if they'll fit our culture. Hey, Jay, what were your expectations uh, for your squad going into the tournament this year? Of course, obviously no Big East tournament. They shut down the first game after the first half, and, of course, no NCAA. What were your expectations for your squad? And then who was the team that you thought, you know, the two teams that might have uh, played Monday night in the championship had they played? You know, we, we had a really – unique year if you remember back our first game of the year we played at ohio state it was a veteran team and um and we got hammered and and we looked like a bunch of freshmen and sophomores and and you know we told the guys after that game we said look you know we we have to learn from this and we have to grow up and we have to get better and uh and they have to learn how to deal with success you know they've got an experienced team you know everybody's got a challenge and everybody's season is all about handling your particular challenges and our, our young guys just really got good to you know point where we we tied for the big east championship and at the end of the year we've won eight out of nine and 
we are, we had won at Seton Hall at Georgetown, and uh, we're playing really good basketball. Our two freshmen, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Justin Moore, we're starting to play like veterans. Our juniors were starting to play like leaders. You know, Colin Gillespie got healthy. Jermaine Samuels got healthy. We were we felt like we were firing on all cylinders. It was kind of weird. We 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 had our practices. We had our walk through the morning of. Thursday, we were going to play DePaul. We were ready to go. We were having lunch, ready to play that night, mm. and then bang. You know, uh, they said Big East tournament's off. We got in the bus, drove, and by the time we got to Philly, they said NCAA tournament's off. So we really felt like we could make a run. We, we, were, we, were, we really felt like we were, we, we were primed and, and, and had gotten the experience we needed. In terms of the teams, I, I thought – I thought Gonzaga was was really good. You know, I, they 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 could have been playing deep, and we we played Kansas and we beat Kansas. But one of the things that I'm sure people would have started talking about later, but the kid Garrett, who I think is one of the unsung hero, heroes on their team, he got hurt late in the first half, and he didn't play in the second half. And I thought that was a, a, a big part of the game. Now we played well, we won, but. Um, I, I thought they were capable of winning it, too. Talking with Jay Wright. Now, Jay, of course, the big question is, sweatsuits, or you don't have to dress up anymore now. Do you still put the nice suit on and a nice shirt just to feel like you're back on the floor? What, why did they say that? Did they make some rule I don't know about? Know. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the Governor Wolf just said that you, uh, you can't wear suits anymore. You can't wear a suit over $500. Now, if you have something sitting around in the closet... You got something old. You can't go out and get a suit made right yeah. now. You know, go up to Ventresca's or all these other great clothiers. Oh, that's good. But they can't be double-breasted either, No, Tommy. no double-breasted. Single-breasted only. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. Hey, honestly, I'll tell you, honestly, God, I, if, if it wasn't a tradition and I, I wasn't felt like I had to represent Villanova, I do think that we should – Coach in sweatsuits. We we really should. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. We sweat. We get in those huddles. The guys are sweating all over us. And you know you, you got you, you turn your suit into the dry cleaners after every game. I I, I would be a proponent, but it, I, I get dressed because of the tradition. And my uh, my tailor Gabe Denunzio, he, he thinks he keeps telling me, uh, you know, we got a reputation. We got uphold. I said, not me. It's you. You you make the suit. I'm fine. I can wear a sweatsuit. You got the reputation. You're, you're doing this for you. You're right. And plus, on the sweatsuit, you know, it doesn't have Denunzio's name on the front. It's got, like, a company that will pay you to wear the suit. <laughs> exactly. Now, are you a Nike hey, guy? Hey, now, what's Villanova? Are you, you're a Nike, or what's, what's your affiliation? What, what's, what do you guys wear at Villanova? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the way it is now, Tony, like, they, they pay the entire university. So we don't anymore – I'm, I'm sure we get some of that money within our salary, but um, they, they sponsor an entire athletic department, and, and we are, we've been Nike forever. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, we would have nice wetsuits. Like when we play those tournaments, you know, whether we're in Puerto Rico or the Bahamas or something, and, and we could just wear nice, you know, like golf pants and a golf shirt. I love that. I, I, I would do that. I swear I would do that. That's the one thing I missed about the Final Four, you know, is – 
it's like the biggest coaching convention of the year. Oh, Everybody yeah. had sweatsuits on with their logos. The small college guys in the lobby, you know, the lobby, all lobby team, yeah. as, as Raf and all those guys used to say, yeah. all these coaches looking for a gig. A lot of them have resumes, too. Yeah, they yeah. have their resumes <laughs> in, their, in, their, in their little briefcases, right, Jay? That is a, that is a wild scene. And for anybody that – somebody should do a documentary on that, man. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't believe that – remember when, when, when Jerry Stark – Jerry Tarkanian used to be in the lobby the entire, from Thursday till, till Monday Monday morning at like 4 a.m. He, he never left. He loved hanging with coaches and just talking so many. And I, I like that. So I love coaches love hanging and BSing with coaches. Mm-hmm. My wife does a great skit on that, how we all, we all get around the circle. And we all lean in, lean in, listen for the punchline. Then we all fall back and laugh at the punchline. <laughs> she's like, I've been hearing the same jokes for 30 years. You guys laugh like you've never heard it before. Yeah, Tim Brando and I would call it the all-lobby team. We would pick out which coaches really stood out and were the all-lobby squad at the yeah, convention exactly. at the Final Four weekend, man. Exactly. <laughs> well, Jay, it's always exactly. great talking to you, man. Uh, hopefully this uh, thing ends and we can all get back to business by next fall, we're you know trying to be optimistic. I'm hoping there's going to be there's reports now that we may play football in the fall. So if there's if there are people who are thinking that football could come back in the fall, certainly college basketball, the NFL, and all the fall leagues uh, should be feeling a little bit better each day as we see the numbers and that the curve we have been talking about starting to go the other way. Flatten. Yeah, yeah. We're going to flatten the curve. Right. I'm flattening mine. I'm on a diet. Yeah, I'm on mine. I lost 15 pounds, so I flattened my curve a little bit at least. Right? Out of boy. Attaboy. Hey, good luck to you guys. Congratulations, Tony. Keep it going, Eric. Thanks. Thank Jay Wright, ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together for the great <laughs> Jay Wright. Now, I, wonder, I was going to ask, we ran out of time, is he growing the coronavirus beard? Because everybody seems to be not shaving now. Yeah, yeah. You know? I did ask him about the suits in the wardrobe. Oh, yeah. He got a plug-in for his, uh, for his uh, tailor. Right. Yeah. And then he said to his tailor, hey, you're the guy that's missing out on all this time. Not He'd me. rather wear sweats. Exactly. Harry wears the sweats. Well, he's got the jeans in the eye. It's just a fleece, man. You know. (laughs) 215-462-TONY is our number. 215-462-8669. Open lines. You want to check on in. This is your opportunity. You call, we talk, then we decide. It's Tony and Harry, Sirius XM 211. Josh in the 067 says, I just want to see my message here. Where? Well, so it is there. What? It's there, Josh. It's it's there. I see it. What message other than that you wanted to see your message? <laughs> Harry is pissed. Amazon sweats do not get delivered to Tony's house. They could. We're getting wine delivered. You know, Beard, you know what carry we should the do? Virus. We need to. Okay. I'm going to get pumped. I'm going to fire the music at uh, 59 straight up. Straight yep. up, and then I'm going to fade it down so we're clear to, right at the top. Okay. You know what we should have made as part of our swag uh, that people – or merchandise. people what? Merch. Get, the merch is we should have a velour Tony Bruno show sweat, sweat, sweat suit. Sweat suit, right? Yeah. Like so that college, every- how the college coaches yes. here. You've been to the finals. Oh, yeah. You've been to these Couple tournaments. Times. We would wear those, The image right? that I have is Bob Huggins. Yeah. His one year that he spent at Kansas State, that yep. was one of the final fours I went to. He's decked out head to toe in a purple 
sweats, solid purple. Oh, yeah. He looked like Barney, okay? And he's <laughs> sitting in this leather couch that sunk down. I yes, mean, and yes. he couldn't get out of he the couch. He couldn't get up. Well, the I mean, velour, he's, he's that's knocking, slippery. He was knocking drinks the whole oh, night. Yeah. And he, he couldn't get up. He had to have two of his players or assistants or something help, help him, him out. out. He was... He was awesome. He was Big a purple Kansas puddle. stayed on his back. And it, was, it was all purple, man. I think I think we could rock the sweatsuit. People would love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What color would it be, Tony? It would have to be a, a fila. It'd have to, yeah, be, it'd be an off-brand. Yeah. Maybe we can bring back Dave and Barry's. Remember that? Dave, yes, Dave I and do. Barry's. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about the, the yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's Benny. He's dead. But we have a graphic designer now who is helping out, who is in, he's in Virginia, right? He's in Virginia, is a, has a graphic design company, and he said any design we want, boom, he also has merchandise available. I have breaking news as we come out, and there's only one place that can get credit for this, Harry. The Dow up again today. Yes. Look. It is the single best week since 1974. Wow. And what week is happening? What happened this week? There's only one the thing. The debut of our show. Exactly right. There's only one thing that it can be uh, given credit for this. I also the have Tony a, a Tua Tagovailoa update. We have a Tua Tagovailoa? Yeah. Say that again. Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> you, you have to think about Vailoa. it, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> The approach- approachable style. Are you guys approachable? Hell yeah. Me, not so much. <laughs> uh, and you see, look what John McMullen tweeted. He tweeted that. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. You know, it's not my style to brag about anything. I'm not a, no. one of these self-aggrandizement guys. You don't toot your own horn. No, I don't. But, you know, when you look at trends, you know, we do that. We have data. Mm-hmm. We look at trends and models and all this other stuff. But the the breaking news this afternoon, and it's good news for everybody. You don't yeah. have to be a Wall Street executive or tycoon. Ladies and gentlemen. Dean in Clearwater likes this news. Exactly right. It is now Thursday. It is Thursday, and guess what? The S&P 500 on the New York Stock Exchange jumped more than 1% today, capping off its best week since 1974, ladies and gentlemen. And you look at the reasons why. 74, that's when Henry Aaron broke the record exactly. this week. That was going into that 75 Masters right. that we were talking about earlier. One of the great Masters of all mm-hmm. time with Jack Whitaker and the guys. Yeah, yeah they were, he was on the broadcast team then. Exactly. So there it is. 1974, the S&P 500 up as Wall Street's coming back, ladies and gentlemen. And there's only one thing that started this week. When you look around, it's no no coincidence. We know because everything shut down. We know for a fact. Bernie bailed yesterday. That had no effect on the stock market. This show went on the air Monday. And every single day, we've seen an uptick. And we want to thank ourselves and everybody else out there listening. And if you'd like to thank us. In 1974, I was not playing radio in my mom's basement when I stuffed the animal audience. No. In 74, I was already on the air for three years and had won several awards for reporting, for news reporting. Now, what station back then? WFIL. I I won a news reporting award there. Then I moved to Birmingham, and I won documentary 
awards, and I won investigative reporting awards in news, not sports. And you were also in the tower with Bear Bryant, Damn right? Damn right I was. And Ralph Shook Jerton down there in oh, Auburn, Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. Down there in Shook Jerton Stadium. <laughs> Let's go to Jack in the back is on the line here. He's got to be excited. Down there in South Jersey somewhere, I think. Jack, what's going on, man? This ain't Jack in the back. I thought you said you had Jack in the back. This is Larry from Fort Richmond. Who the hell said Jack in the back? It says Jack in the back. Yeah, well, I, I, you said Jack in the back was on there. I figured, well, when they answered, I thought it was, it was him. I did, so too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, I, I, don't, I don't answer the phones. And so that had Jack in the back on there. And I, it's not my style to rip, Mike, the great Joe C. or Joe Krause, because they've been doing a great job in the first week. So... Larry, how are you? I, I know you contacted Robin last night and said you were excited, and it's great to hear from you again, my friend. Yes, I, yeah. Now that I've finally got a license in the car, I can't go anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> That's how it happens. Yeah. Unbelievable. Three years without a car, without a license. Now I get one back, and I can't go anywhere. That's right. You're I'm better off. You're better off not going outside. Yeah. I went Stay out home. You do had to catch up on supplies. The first time out in a week and a half. Where'd you but go? Wanna, yeah. Where'd you go? I, go? I went to CVS, and then I went to uh, ShopRite, where they're letting only so many people in at a time. Well, that was my question. Like, how many? Like, how long did it take you? Oh, I, when I got there, I went right in. So I must, I got really lucky, because I go there when it opens. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, Robin and yeah, I, I went out. Last, last week, we went out on a Friday morning, because there's senior citizens. Senior hours. hours right, yeah. like From 7 eight, to 8 or 8, eight to, to 9 a.m. Yeah. And we went in there, and there was a line outside. There was a line outside waiting for 9 o'clock for the regular people. Mm-hmm. And I strolled in there like, hey, man, I'm bad. Yeah. It was like you were at the club. Yeah, I was you like, know? Yeah, hey, get out of my way. <laughs> get out of my way. And then they're like, no, there's no way you're over 60 right. or 65. I got bottle service in here, man. Exactly right, man. You know who I am? Would you like to see my ID? I went right through the line. Of course, they don't have any food, free food out anymore either, no, which is a no, bigger no. outrage. And then I'm like, I'm with him. Right, right, right. <laughs> then I had ten people trying to sneak in with me behind right. me. They were grabbing on. They were part of your entourage, it's right? <laughs> Seniors are in right. demand I'm now. I'm telling you, man, it's, there's you know, nothing wrong with being a senior. No. They're active. I'm active, too, you right. know? Yeah, it's great getting old, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, there's no yeah. Doubt about it. yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say I'm, I'm glad to see all three of you together again. It's really great. Wait. Now, if I get the remote, I finally get a car. I have a breathalyzer in it, but that's okay, you know. That's right. Harry's going to have one in there soon, yeah, too, yeah, if he I keeps this up. But real quick, real quick here, like, Play Action Reel on Twitch says, the sign said, Okay, Boomer, entrance. Exactly yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> All right, Larry. Okay. Thanks. Nice, nice to see you, hear you guys and see you guys. I can't wait till we get out this crap and I can go actually see you face to face. Exactly. You have a good day. You too. Nice to see you again and I can listen to you again. Thank you, All Larry. Right, you be safe out there, man. Everybody be safe out there. Uh, UCFU all night. UCFU all night on Twitter says, Tony and Harry, forget the Dow. Can you guys pump up the Sirius stock right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, if I buy Sirius stock now, predicated on us driving up the Sirius price because mm-hmm. people are now all subscribing again right. that we're back on, 
Do I get? Is that insider trading? I was. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I get that... yelled at as, "Hey, I'm going to go out and buy Syria." What is it at right well, now? Well, it would Syria's be like back. betting on your own team. Yeah, right. what's wrong with that? That's I, Pete Rose. He yeah. didn't do yeah, much didn't for him. Me. But <laughs> the difference is, I can't. I'm not going to bet against my team. Right. And Pete didn't either. But no. that's another story for another. Uh, yeah, because you wouldn't do anything to drive the Syria stock down. Absolutely. You would right. only not. try to get it going up. Exactly. We, we have, have another, another uh, call here. We got Blind Mike up there in Shamokin, Pennsylvania. Mike, how are you, pal? Yo, guys. What's up, man? What's Good to you guys together again. Harry, what's up, man? I was tweeting you a couple times. What's going on, man? Did you get not much, man? I moved up here about three years ago, and it's, it's a shock. Shamokin? Well, <laughs> yeah. That's in the cold well, I regions. Had to. I, I could, yeah, I couldn't find an apartment fast enough in Pottstown, affordable enough. Uh, I had to move. And so I moved up here with a best friend and his wife, and I've been up here ever since. <laughs> I've been able to leave, but, you know, and now I really can't leave. I wanted to come, I must have been nuts. I wanted to come home there at the beginning of the month, and it was like, nah, one of my roommates said to me, like, you might want to hold off on that, because Philly's... Now, now is everything, is, I'm assuming everything's shut down in Chimokin, right? Because there's not a lot of stuff in Chimokin. Oh, yeah. I can't even walk up to the Wendy's drive through which is half a block from me, mm-hmm. to get a burger. Because, well, you know, they're not going to let some blind dude walk up to the drive-thru window. I mean, they should because it's, what else? I mean, I can't drive a car number one and you can't go in the store. So what are you going to do? Right. So now you have to, I have to word on, like, Delivery. word it on the app. Grubhub. Yeah, the Grubhub. Yeah. And all the, uh, you know, it's funny, with that one day you tweeted out about that uh, state tour shutting down. I, I, that's, yeah. I, I was on, I tweeted back, I was like, is this a joke? I said, I need my crown royal. Yeah, crazy. it's not a joke, man. It's a serious business. I know. Serious. <laughs> but we got to get the Wonder Pets to do a new line for us. Uh. This is serious. Well, here's one for you. I, I, if if the great Keith Jackson uh, was around when I when I heard that college football maybe back, I thought, Oh, no, he's come rumbling, tumbling down the sideline, and coronavirus is knocked out on the fourth quarter <laughs> with five forty-five to go. In the national championship. <laughs> well, you got to be careful is. up there now, man. Mike, it's good yeah, to talk man. to you again. I'm trying, man. It's, it's tough, man. I want to get home. My birthday's coming up. I want to come, you know, that, all that's out there. Doing. I know. My birthday's coming up, too. I don't want my damn birthday uh, canceled this year. Or maybe I do. I'll just stay 67. Well, yeah, then yeah. you don't get older. I'll become 68. Can right. I do that? Can we I, do that now? I think it's official. Beautiful. Now, the, fa- the faux Andrew Luck is checking in now. He hasn't been active. On Twitter? Yeah, you know yeah. the faux Andrew Luck. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Uh, he says, I don't, I don't buy this 72% of Americans figure for a second because Darren Ravel is tweeting that 72% of Americans say they would not attend a game before a coronavirus vaccine was available, according to a new Hall Sports poll just released. Among sports fans, the poll found that 61% of fans said they would not attend. And we've been hearing that the, the, a virus, uh, uh, an actual vaccine is not going to be ready for a year, year and a half. Mm. Do you believe that people will not go to games? I have no, I have no idea. It's to me. I just want to watch them on TV anyway. Yes. I mean, I'm you know, unless I go with a media credential, I typically haven't gone to games. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so. funny. I got well, my Google Pictures sent a notice today that one year ago today, you know where I was? Citizens Bank Park. Oh, okay. Was it opening day? Philly. Well, it was I think the day after. Oh, okay. It was. It wasn't the actual opening day. It was either the second day or that first weekend. Hmm. And I was there up in the upper deck with Luigi, who procured some five dollar tickets. Wow. And we sat up in the air, 
I got I got a Tua baseball. update here. We have a Tua so, Tiger yeah. Tiger Logan. Yeah, update. I think I'm just going to call him Tua. I'm going to call him Tua and, and, too. You know, so it's we like don't have to worry about player, like a soccer player. We don't even have to worry about Big V anymore because he's not That's around right. here. He's, right? he's on yeah. a different team. Yes, exactly. Tua participated in a one-hour private workout in place of the traditional pro day. I guess Bama might have had their pro day mm-hmm. if if it were today. And uh, the former Alabama star ran through 55 scripted throws and another 20 throws in a dynamic drill in a private gym. And now that's going to get distributed to all 32 teams. What about the guy who was throwing the ball to? Did they have to wash his balls and wash his hands? Well, and I, I don't know. I mean, Alabama's got three or four receivers that are going to get drafted, too. Maybe they were in the drill, too. So Tua. there you have it. The Tua update. So you can do it. You record everything, and you send out the tape. Yeah. Unless you doctor it. But who's going to do that? We want to thank our guests and all the great people who tuned in today and, and joined us. The great. I'm talking about the great guest today, Harry. Adam Schefter. Adam right out of the Schefter. Gate. We got into a lot of good stuff with Adam. We also had the great Jay Wright. You just heard him. And don't forget also the great Jim Nance. Jim Nance. We'll see you back here tomorrow for the Big Friday Extravaganza. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was a quick lowdown. You can actually leave that up a little bit. Uh, we, I will be off the Twitch. I haven't said goodbye to them yet. Hang on just a second. Okay, everybody, nice job. Good job, thank Joe. You. Thank you again, Thanks, man. Thanks, Joe. And everybody that is still on Twitch, thank you so much. Uh, remember to share. Let everybody know. Uh, I'm encourage people to subscribe at some point we are going to start putting more stuff on our twitch channel uh but you can always see the archive shows and on twitch is the only place that you're going to hear us during the commercials so thank you all and we'll see you tomorrow i should have some more music